Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Keep It A Buck Podcast. Uh, this is your host, Aries, and on this special episode, I am joined by the one and only <laughs> Mark Gonzalez. Hey, Hoodie Marco, a.k.a. Poppy Marco, a.k.a. Uncle Marco in the flesh. Keep yeah. it going. <laughs> I, I ran out. <laughs> Yeah. Well, if you got you, I mean, if you heard uh, episode, what was that three? Yeah. You know Mark. Yeah. You know. And if is. you know, if you know us, then you know Mark. You know. <laughs> if you, so. if you know, you know. <laughs> you know it is. But what it is. I'm glad to have Mark on this episode. Um, I'm gonna introduce something to you, you guys, and my listeners. Um, something that I'm doing new is going to have more uh, music and movie episodes. Um. And I will be having a YouTube reaction channel next year. Yes. And we will be reacting to music, videos, and songs, and movies. So this is kind of the introduction to that. And I couldn't think of anyone else better to have other than uh, Mr. Movie Man over here. <laughs> hey. I mean, the, the Mark knows <laughs> Mark knows all these random facts about every movie. Uh, you know, I just watch a lot, <laughs> and, you know. I was just uh, out here watching movies, you know. I mean, I think he created uh, IMDb, uh, <laughs> the website. I mean, he, he knows all these facts about everything. So that's and and the music, you know, uh, Mark's knowledge of music. So this is the introduction to that, and we will be having Mark on to talk about music and movies uh, more often now, and kind of get to know me as a host more instead of a uh, the deep convos with my guests. So. You know, a lot of stuff. So, yeah, introduction to that. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, sad topics of um, important people passing away. And yes. um, we had a, a crazy versus last night that we're going to recap. <laughs> so it's nuts, I would say. It's absolutely crazy. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's definitely something to break down and just so many things. That could have been <laughs> better, but, you know, it is what it is. Again, it is what it is. We'll go through it. You'll yes. hear it. <laughs> yes. Uh, but to get to, like, just the, the sad stuff out of the way first, because, you know, um, two, I would say, important people in the hip-hop rap culture, but even the fashion world as well, sure. um, lost lost them. uh Important people, so we'll start with uh, Young Dolph uh, situation. Um, got shot in Memphis uh, a few weeks ago, but it was just buried late to rest uh, a few days ago. So it may have actually been last week. I think it was. I think it was only late to last rest? week. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh well, when when he actually got shot. Oh, I think that was like right before Thanksgiving. No. Yeah. 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 So Dolph gets goes home for the holidays uh, Thanksgiving and he goes to a cookie shop in Memphis that he was getting cookies for for his mother that she loves and yeah. two guys notice his uh, his car outside the shop pull up and shoot Dolph and yeah. Dolph is you know you know the rest uh yeah it's very sad um like you said oh you want um like I said uh he had gone to that cookie shop where they actually have footage of him. Um, he's been there many, many times over the years. He was a, he was a frequent supporter of them. 
So it wasn't like it was something kind of out of the norm, something out of the blue. He knew the owners. The owners actually had a statement after he had passed. And um, it was one of those things where, you know, if you know that place, you know, like, okay, Dolph is probably, you know, one of their customers. You might run into him. He's taking pictures with fans. Um, there had been times where people had recorded him there, et cetera, et cetera. And it was one of those times that I guess the just the wrong people, you know, noticed something that was a little out of the ordinary. They saw a car that, you know, had rims, it looked nice, whatever, whatever. And then, you know, they try to come up. Um, and unfortunately he lost his life. I don't know. I don't know if there were more details, like if he had tried to fight, if, if it was just a total, just yeah, like didn't know like what happened, like caught off guard situation. Um, but it is very sad because how many times have we, you know, being rap fans, you hear going back home, you have to be careful. So, you know, this is the thing that's kind of opened up for discussion. Like, I know people are so loyal to their soil and going back home is a big thing and going back to the hood, staying loyal to the streets. But when this incident happened so many times, like Nipsey, mm-hmm. you know, shot outside his shop, stuff like that, um, I mean – like, is it worth? Is it worth it? I yeah. mean, I know people want to go home and see the people that they love, family, friends, whatever. But I don't know when this keeps happening. I mean, it's yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't really understand it. Um, the thing that always kind of like rings in my head when these kinds of things happen is uh, there's been several OGs that talk about you know this particular kind of situation of just the streets not really loving you. You know what I mean? As, not, as much as you hear how much uh, these people love the streets, it's never reciprocated. You think you, it feels like it is when you go back and it's a lot of daps, it's a lot of love, it's a lot of hugs and stuff like that. But that don't when mean you, nothing though. Exactly. You know? Because it's, it's really all surface shit. And what happens is, is that once you get someone who is hungry, someone who wants to come up, someone who wants to get over on somebody or somebody who just it sometimes it's not even like oh that's Dolph right there I need to go blah 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 it's like yo that's a nice car I want that car that's all I want right now and that's the only thing you could think of they're not thinking of of obviously repercussions they're not thinking of murking this dude or whatever you know they just want the car but then you have a situation and turns bad um but you got but you got shit like but you know, people can hate him. But people, people just dab him up to be like, "Oh man, I dab up Dolph." But you know, but they still hate you. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So you you get that, you know, stuff right there. But um, yeah, no, you do, and and it it, it does make me kind of sad. Um, because like you think of Nipsey. I also thought of when I heard about this. I heard I thought about um, uh, X. Yeah, that's another one. Cause he, I don't think he was in his in his in his hood. But I know that he was in Florida. You know, he's a Florida dude. He was in Florida, and he literally uh, had just bought, like, a car or something like that. He was he pulling had, out. He yeah, was, yeah, yeah. He, he was had, pulling out to go drive. And he had cash on him because he had bought the car, et cetera, et cetera. And it was, it was random. It was just like, yo, that's a nice car. He's probably got watches, money, blah, 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 blah. Yo, pull up on him, blah, 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 blah. And then now we know how the story ended. But, bro, <sighs> It's but, streets don't love you, dog. Yeah. Like not like that. 
You know what I mean? And the and the culture lost the. I I think Dolph is like people know the name, but they don't really know um, what kind of Dolph was really in. Yes, I agree. Um, just a bright man. Uh, really took care of his family. Um, had a lot of real estate. Yeah, in Memphis. I mean, hella houses. properties. Yeah, he houses, brought he, bro. he bought a lot of houses. Uh, brought a lot of land as well. A lot of land, a lot of homes. Um, he had taken a step back from music as of late to kind of run his label to be more like more of a philanthropist. So, like you said, he was buying homes and stuff like that. He's taking care of his family, but he gave a a ton back to to Memphis, which is makes it sadder, right? Because it's where he is and how he passes. It's like, yo, that's the city that you're giving back to. And it's, it's sad too because with Thanksgiving just passing, uh, right. Dolph usually has an annual going back to the hood and giving out turkeys or you know, to the families and stuff right. that people that can't afford it. So they still had it even though he passed like the day after he got yeah. shot. Yeah. Like they still had that turkey drive or whatever. So, you know, it's just um, another bright, strong um, black man dying by another gun violence. Yeah. It's terrible. And uh I mean like you I remember I remember there were I know about at least two t- two other times where he was in this situation too and he lived cuz there was the one time where I mean he he um D- Young Dolph had rap beef with the uh, Yo Gotti. Yo Gotti and Black Youngster. Yeah. And I remember that the one time cuz like he was really really popping at the time. This is when I first got introduced to Dolph. Uh, from my boy Fitz, shout out to Fitz. He um, he was in Memphis. No, he was in like North Carolina, South Carolina, and his tour bus got shot up. And luckily, he had bulletproof glass on it, and it literally got shot up a hundred times, which is crazy. And he and he didn't he like didn't get you know hit or anything like that. But then a couple years after that, he actually did get hit, and I think he got shot like six times or something like that. So there's a song called "100 Shots" by Young Dolph. Yep, explaining uh, that situation and, and literally got let off 100 shots towards him, and nothing got. I mean, didn't touch him, but facts. Yeah, and he dropped the album that year, was called Bulletproof, mm-hmm. and it was uh, he had the song "100 Shots," but he also like throughout the whole album was just talking about the situation, how he lived, et cetera, et cetera, some of the beef and all this kind of stuff. And it's messed up because there's a lot of there's a lot of um there's a lot of dope artists that come out of Memphis, but, you know, that don't mean it's all, you know, love and roses. You know, some of these niggas got beef. So uh it's unfortunate that he was attracting that kind of energy. Yeah. Um and it's really sad because it seemed like he really got away from some of the things that he could have contributed to his situation. And it seemed like he kind of was getting a little bit older. He was 36, you know what I mean? He's an older man. He's worried more about his business, his family. And this is, you know, how he goes. So it's it's sad, man. It's crazy, too. Uh, Dolph bought, like, homes for his kids for, yeah. every, for their birthday, every mm-hmm. birthday. So... It's crazy, bro. You know, just a family man. You know, so sad to hear these things. And um, I remember the first time I heard Dolph. Yeah, I was on a. Uh, it's one of those mixtape websites, probably. Well, like mixtape monkey. What <laughs> 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 are those? That piff. And I, I just clicked it because <laughs> the cover for the mixtape, uh, sixteen zips, was I don't know, just 
appealing, I guess. And I just ran through and I was like, wow. Yeah, this is Dude, This is 2015. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. first time I heard Dolph. And, I, man, yeah, been I, with them ever since. I think, damn, I don't remember the first song, but I remember I remember how I got into him because I, I told you my boy Fitz had showed me him. But at that time, every other sentence Fitz would say, he would go, uh-huh. So I was like, bro, what is that, bro? Like, he was like, hey, you got to listen to Young Dolph, bro. Like, he's tight. Da, 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 da. So I, I was like, okay, all right. Let me listen to a couple songs. And he played uh, he played uh, Get Paid. Mm. That was my joint for all the 2016, dog. That was my joint. And uh, remember, that was a song, if you remember, um, I think it was Starbucks. The Starbucks worker had gotten in trouble. Oh, because he was playing it in the in the drive through. So then he he gave him twenty thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, that was so dope. <laughs> but he was playing that song. You just could get paid, your nigga get paid. <laughs> Starbucks was like, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, get coffee beans, okay? That's what you need to do. That's what you need to worry about. Do not no. We're not playing Young Dolph in our drive through, okay? Please, can you get the hell out of here? So, but Dolph looked out. You know, he was like, all right, I'm gonna give you twenty G's. He invited him to the concert, the next one he had, and all this kind of stuff. It was dope. It was dope. But that's the kind of dude he was. So, yeah. you know, what does that say about him, you know? Dolph, Dolph is one of those artists that I always kept to myself because I didn't know how people would uh, <laughs> receive him just playing it in the car for them. True. So, he, he's one of those artists I literally kept to myself and just, like, listened to him on my own. Yeah. You know? I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people have those artists, but, you know. They, oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So, Dolph yeah. was that for me. <laughs> Because I, I don't know if people are just going to be like, oh. bro, what is this? <laughs> you know, Dolph is very uh, luxurious rap, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. to his stuff. So, yeah. But, you know, uh, condolences to his family and, Word. you know, the Much kids. Love. I mean, I just think about the kids, man, like just losing their father, you know, so. You know, uh, our, rest in peace, young Dolph, man. R.I.P. I'm I, those uh, those uh huh. Yeah, they're not just not gonna be the <laughs> right, same, man. Right in the beginning of the song too. <laughs> that's how you know. It's I I love uh you know like when when an artist can find his uh what I guess you say it's an ad lib or whatever, but yeah. when they find it and it's like oh you know exactly who's on this. Mm-hmm. I love that, and that was that was his kind of calling card. That was his sound. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rest yeah. in peace for sure. So R.P. Dolph, and then um, how how long ago was this? Uh, oh, uh, Virgil. Yeah, maybe a couple days, bro. It's it's only been maybe three, four days, I think, at most. Oh, sorry. Jeez. Sorry, we we'll have to cut. Sorry, guys. Sorry, yeah, guys. My bad. Um, you gotta fix the mic. But anyways, <laughs> um. Virgil uh, Abloh Ablo, yeah. uh, passes away from cancer. Um, uh, what, 41 years old? 41, bro. And um, I, I mean, I've heard of Virgil before, but uh, I think it's just like this year I've actually uh, did some research, uh, did my research on him mm-hmm. to see what, what he, he did and um, what an impactful just man and – what he's done for just, I don't know, the black culture in its sure. own and paving a way for, you know, black designers who want to, you know, pursue this uh, career and 
you know, just all that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure you know Virgil more, right? Or uh, yeah, only more. well, cause you know, obviously, you know how big of a fan of Kanye I am. So if you are a like a like a huge huge fan of Kanye. You know how close him and Virgil were, uh, were for a long period of time. And um, if you're familiar with Kanye's kind of fashion journey, then it's not very far till you get to hearing Virgil's name and how they started, you know, their internship at Fendi together. And there's um, it's one of those things, right, when you look back and you look at all these pictures of Kanye back in 08, 09, 2010, Virgil's with him. Uh, at all these fashion shows at, you know, some of the, you know, music awards and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, oh, okay, he's been around since this long. And it's like, yeah, you know. And the the um, one of the cool things about IG has been reminding us of, like, all the times he's actually mentioned in songs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it dates <laughs> back, bro. Like, Virgil's been around in the culture for, you know, a good decade plus uh, maybe longer, you know what I mean? And he's, you know, been an influence for a long, long time. And it's crazy, something that I found out about him, like, he was never in fashion before. Yeah. Like, he he just had an eye, I guess. Yeah. And he, just, he started in architecture. Yeah, yeah. He started in, in got architecture a, and got he got his, his master's in his architecture. Master's, and so, and that's not no, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's not no mess around kind of degree, bro. Masters, that's like the top of the top. So you know he's, you know he's doing his thing, and you, you know, if you get a masters in something, it's usually meaning that you have a kind of a clear way of how your career is going to be and whatever. But you know he was also a DJ. He was also obviously he's into fashion and all this kind of stuff. But you know he got his degree in some other things. But he got, um, but he used that his knowledge with architecture a lot. And um, this is something that I learned uh, as of late was he collabed with Ikea like a, like two or three times to like drop some stuff, like, you know, some furniture and stuff like that. I thought that was dope because uh, it kind of like came full circle for him with all these other ventures that he did. And he also was able to, you know, design some cool stuff that was in that kind of world. Um, very talented man. Very talented man. I thought um, I thought it was good uh, for him to reach the heights that he did because, as you know, like in the fashion world, one of the battles that Kanye has always battled is, you know, being the black guy who's the head or the creative director and stuff like that of these brands and wearing these brands, being in these rooms where there's not a lot of black faces in them. That makes that's a big deal, right? You know, you're a trailblazer, so you kind of open up the door for the for the for the dudes behind you. Virgil is one of those dudes, and his reach expanded so far and wide. He's got Playboy Cardi and ASAP, uh, um, who you know dudes like that in his Louis Vuitton fashion show. He's got Kid Cudi in his fashion show. You know what I mean, like. I think Serena Williams is wearing one of his stuff for, during a match. For, for the U.S. Open, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, how do you – you know what I mean? Like, that's some next-level type of stuff. You know what I mean? It's easy to just be a designer, and then you rock with some people, and you kind of – I don't know. It's I guess you can just you – can, you can work with whoever's hot. But Virgil was more so of, like, 
you know, like let's get black faces in. He just brought this a whole of, new dynamic. Yeah, to bro. The fashion world, and he even got. Um, he was a Louis Vuitton. Yeah, yeah which yeah. was a big deal. Mm-hmm. So just bringing the whole swagger and just you know his presence to Louis Vuitton itself is yes, you know, starting off white. Starting off white, which is like yeah. So if people don't know who Virgil uh, Abloh is, he's right. the uh, founder CEO of the fashion brand Off White, so. right? Which is one of the biggest brands in the world, highest selling in the world. The crazy, crazy. Um, it's just a crazy brand with tons of collabs. That's the actually the brand that uh, collabed with IKEA. And collab with Nike and with Jordan and with a whole lot of other stuff where it's crazy when you look at the list and some of the stuff that they that that they that he's done. Look at the resale value of off white Jordan ones and you'll see what kind of influence he's had on the culture. It's crazy, yeah. bro. Like you can't just pick those up in a store. I'm telling you right now. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. It's 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 crazy. Um but also um, something that I got reminded of uh, because I, it's one of those things where you knew it, but then obviously when someone passes away and then people like bring out the info yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, all right, he did that. Um, he was the artistic director for some of some albums and stuff like that. Kanye had him in charge of the artwork for uh, Wash the Throne for oh. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Um, there was... Dang, I think there was an ASAP album too. There's there was a good amount, bro. Like it it was like, oh, okay. It's gotta be that second album from ASAP. I, I think so. The LSD joint. Yeah, yeah. It might have been that one. Because it just it, had that uh had a different that, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something you know? kind of eclectic, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But um he had done he had done some 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 uh some of the artwork for a lot of big albums that we were like, oh, okay, that's dope. You know, some fire stuff. Like I still have the CD with all the artwork that comes with it, mm-hmm. with the case and stuff, for Watch the Throne, because I thought it was dope. And then I remember like reading, like, oh, artwork done by Virgil Abloh. And then you're like, oh, okay, all right, whoever that dude is, <laughs> cool, all right. <laughs> I rock moment, with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, all right, I rock with it, whatever. <laughs> but like now it's like, oh, that dude is one of the biggest dudes in the world. Okay, yeah. all right, I can see it. It's dope. It's dope. But, um, so, yeah, yeah just. It is very sad. Um, he he kind of was going. He had got diagnosed two years ago, right? Yeah, and, and no one knew. Like, no one knew. Severus fam. Yeah. Um, it was very sad because it that that situation reminded me of Chadwick, uh, of Chadwick Boseman, and he had a very similar battle um, that he was he was going through a little bit longer. I think he they had said that it was like six years or so. Uh, for, Five, six years or so where he had got diagnosed, but he decided not to tell anyone except for his family. So literally no one knew. And when he lost the battle, obviously the the word got out and it was just like super sad because, I mean, young men, bro, 41. I think Chadwick may have been 41, 42. And um, it, it's crazy how it, it truly your life can be over at any second, you know? Yeah. And especially with, with cancer is like yeah. you, you could eat healthy, do all these healthy things, but cancer is one of those things. Like if you got it, then you got it, yeah. you know? And just that battle, you could try to fight as hard as you can. Sometimes, you know, they lose, sometimes they don't. So sure. it's just cancer, man. It's just, you know, 
that hashtag, you know, just fuck cancer. So yeah. I'm not sure we all we've all lost someone from cancer. Yeah, bro. So it, it gets it's one of those things that just gets anyone and everyone. It's very, very sad when it happens because if there's a helplessness to it where you feel like, what can you really do? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the best you can is just live while you have a life. And then when it's your time, it's your time, you know? So it was very sad hearing that news because I, I got the post sent to me and I was like, there's no way. I was like, oh, boy, he's like 40 something. And I was like, there's no way. He's, there's no way. But then when I read like the diagnosis and all this kind of stuff, I was like, wow, man. That's uh, crazy. It's crazy. Um, what was it, Chad? Chadwick Boseman. So yeah. the, there was a clip going around of him, mm-hmm. like he was f- kind of like falling asleep at a. Oh yeah, it, it looked did. like a Marvel like conference, almost like an interview of everyone being. Yeah. Um, they did like a big uh, Marvel uh, uh, an Avengers Endgame yeah, like Avengers um, like a press conference. Yeah, and, and like uh, he's kind of yeah. like dozing off and sure. I think the cancer was like you know cancer's wearing on his body and yeah. uh, I think one of the actors kind of like tapped him on the on the arm to kind of like wake up but sure. you know not knowing what yeah yeah he know, was just thinking like oh yeah man like you know just giving him a nod like you know to help him out you know he's obviously not gonna put him on blast or whatever but you know I, I just kind of thought of that clip just now just thinking about all this you know this this talk what we're talking about right now but yeah it's yeah. it's sad bro it's sad yeah so uh, just condolences to the Dolph and uh, Virgil's family, and sure. you know, just sad man. Rip. Um, next topic is um, I kind of moved this up, but uh, Drake and uh, Kanye squashing the beef, <laughs> talking about yeah. Virgil, you know, Kanye, and then, and then you know, sure. it's just follow up with this. That's, uh, that's fair. That's you fair. You know, Kanye and Drake, you know, so. All, all all good things, and I guess they have a doing a concert now. Yes, they're doing the free Larry Hoover benefit concert. Uh, it's in LA. I know you try to I'm, look up the prices for that or yeah, CV go. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> ah. oh my goodness. Listen, if anyone hears this and wants to donate, getting me down there to LA, that would be appreciated. Yeah, man, it's just dang, it really hurts, bro. Because you know, bro, I try to if I can make. A Kanye show, I will literally not pay rent <laughs> and go to a show if I can, if I can work it out, and if I could just get a couple days late on rent, then I'm gonna move what I gotta move so it's, I can get down it's there. It's worth working the overtime. I <laughs> have to make up that money again, you know. That's so. I. I'm very honest with people, and I tell them that's the one thing that I don't care anything else about. I don't care about money. If I if I have to spend all of my check. On a Kanye concert, I will spend all of my checks. And they it's think just, you're joking. No, absolutely not. I've done it many serious. times. Uh, yeah, I've done it. I've done it several times. So <laughs> this is real life for me. All right, I will eat this top ramen for a whole month if I have to, <laughs> just to save up to get me down there. All right. So it's sad, man. I, I really, uh, I was hoping that um, it was going to be further out, but you know, once he put out the date, I was like, ah, it's too close. Like I got too many things I got to pay for and all this kind of stuff. So. It it does kind of suck, but um, the the benefit concert is to support awareness uh, to support awareness and also be a fundraiser for you know like I think the the lawyer fees et cetera et cetera for trying to get Larry Hoover Senior out of prison who's been there for like forty something years I want to say um, that I don't know a ton of information about that situation. 
But just going off of what Larry Hoover Jr. had been saying, they feel like he had done his time. And I think that comparing to other people with similar sentences and similar time frames and stuff like that, they had situations where they could be released because they're older. They are not deemed a threat to society. They're not a menace or anything like that. So, you know, what's the use of having this old man in here for? And they're just like, nah, (laughs) nah, nigga, you can stay in there. So the whole point is trying to um, release him because they feel like he would be beneficial to the situation in Chicago as opposed to go go back and then, you know, start some shit up, you know, or try to like run things how we used to and just be a negative influence on the community. Um, The idea is they want to free him so that he could help the youth in the community because we a lot of us are aware of the situation in Chicago is not great you yeah. know so yeah. um that's kind of like the point and Kanye being from Chicago he's always been closely um like monitoring it and you know uh he's involved in it his friends he says on one of the songs on Donda his friends were always GD you know he was never you know he he would never was a gangbanger and i mean of course not you know Kanye but uh, all his friends were all his friends mm-hmm. like you know so it's one of those things if you in chicago especially south side yeah you're probably gonna run into somebody who is so you know he was one of those kids and so he knew about the situation and he's you know connected or whatever but yeah 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 you know everyone was happy about this beef being squashed between drake and kanye but the first person i thought of was Pusha t <laughs> you know how mad he is <laughs> <laughs> like, okay I, I thought about uh, when Push was on Joe Button and he was talking about, he was like, I don't do this fake friend shit. Like, they like to do this game where they're friends, but they hate each other, but then they love each other, then they're friends again, and then they hate each other again. He's like, I don't do that shit. So he was like, look, when when <laughs> when I am in Wyoming, Drake's not in Wyoming. Okay? When I leave Wyoming, then Drake goes. Like, I can't be around him. <laughs> I just can't do that. So I was like, I respect it. You know what I mean? I do too. <laughs> I was like, hey, Kanye, if, if, if Push puts out a, a song about, a, you know, you were hiding something, then uh, <laughs> you better watch out, bro. You, better, <laughs> you are hiding a child. <laughs> it's one of the greatest lines I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man. But, but yes. Yeah. Good thing, you know. I'm sure that concert is going to be crazy, and maybe uh, absolutely we can get these features and the songs rolling with them on the on the, on that, the songs. So. That would be dope. That would be really dope. Um, About damn time. Yeah, I I kind of had a feeling that no matter what, this was going to end at some point. I just didn't know when, right? Because Drake has a very specific kind of like beef trajectory. He always has an issue with someone, and this has been with. Uh, I mean, people know about the Meek Mill shit, but uh, before when he had issues with Future and when he had issues with, like, McConan, well, McConan is a little different, but uh, Chris Brown and stuff like that, I think there always comes a time where it's like, hey, let's let's try to get some money together, let's make some music, et cetera, et cetera, let's kind of be cool, and then he squashes it after a couple years. He's just, and then he's very, very, like, flip the switch, oh, it's all love, Let's, you know, you're my brother, blah, 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 blah. I knew that it wasn't going to last. It wasn't going to be not like no lifetime. Yeah. It wasn't going to be no game 50. You know what I mean? Like, 
it wasn't going to be, I guess, you know, Jay and Dame, you know, lifetime stuff, you know, so... Yeah, it was only a matter of time. And, of course, you know, it's getting money together. I mean, so, if anyone was going to say something first, it had to be Drake, you know. I, yeah. I mean, I couldn't see Kanye being like, hey, man, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry, you know. No, he's not a yeah. – <laughs> So, you know. Yeah, he's a very proud person. Yes. But I, I've loved, I loved everything that kind of came out of it. I know a lot of people talk about how bad of a beef it was, but – 2018, I I feel like I got a lot of good music out of it. My favorite Boy. songs from Scorpion were the Kanye disses. Boy, that <laughs> so, summer of 2018. That was crazy. Oh, my goodness. And then, obviously, the push, push yes. aside of it had great. Daytona was fantastic. Drake Album like, of the year. Drake is like, I'm not even trying to get at you. I'm, not, I'm trying to get at Kanye. Hey, can you just but step push aside? Is like, no, no, no. Look at me. <laughs> no, no. You're dealing with me now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's like Baby D and her little sister, man. <laughs> He's like, nah, you're going to fight me. He's nah, like, you battle me, nigga. Look at me. <laughs> so, I mean, I liked the music from it. And then yes. um, I liked um, the two albums that dropped this year, which we'll talk about too. So, And they obviously had some references to, you know, the whole, you know, shits. But I I liked it. I, I wasn't a, I wasn't a, you know, anti-beef because there's no music attached to it. I thought there was plenty of it, and I actually enjoyed it a lot. I mean, so, if you put, like, this 10-year, or maybe 10 years of them beefing and their sure. music all put together, it's there, there's a lot. That's a good stuff. Yeah. I thought so. I thought so. So, um, yeah, I kind of disagree when people say that it wasn't great for music, and it was very, well, there was obviously some petty stuff and some girl stuff, and eh, it was like, eh, I don't really care about that, but... I thought the music was dope. I always love me uh, some uh, some beef, <laughs> yeah, some yeah. rap beef. I love me some rap beef. Yeah, man. <laughs> but yes, good news. You know, Kanye and Drake's uh, squashed the beef. But uh, boy, the next topic though. Yes. Last night <laughs> we have so Bone Thugs and Harmony versus Three Six Mafia in the verses. I thought it was gonna be all nice. Yeah. You know, enjoy the company, enjoy the tracks, but <laughs> these niggas, <laughs> these niggas was fighting. No, I mean, I should say, Busy almost ruined the whole night for everybody. Yeah, he definitely kept it a buck. That nigga was <laughs> <laughs> Busy was trying to go back to jail again. Yeah, to say that, no, so. he was definitely trying to kick, get kicked out of the group again uh, last night. But yeah, what a night, beef. man. Yeah, what a night. Um, I think uh, Crazy Bones features kind of saved them towards the end. Yes. You know, crazy kind of went off and did his thing, and right. was part of a lot of songs that I kind of forgot about. But oh yeah, oh yeah. But the celebs were out. Uh, the features were all there except bro. Mariah Carey. Yeah, I know. Which would have been crazy, bro. Boy, that would have I felt like kind of like nigga. made it more even because that's a heavy hitter right there. But also, is Mariah Carey? She ain't going to that shit. She was <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. Said, Who's this boat? Bo- <laughs> what? I did a song with y'all. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Like, I'm cool. Yeah. Bro, they brought out uh, Terrence Howard to yeah, do uh, It's Hot it's Out hard. Here for a Pimp. Yeah, bro. And you I have... was like, oh, they, like, Bone Thug is losing off this feature. <laughs> all, all, off the features and celeb, they are in a deep hole right now. <laughs> and only Mariah Carey can save them. Uh, Yeah, that, that that was a missed opportunity because that was the only thing that could have pulled them out. Um, Yeah, Terrence Howard coming out, that got me so hyped watching that. <laughs> Bro, I've never been so hyped. I honestly was not expecting that. And not only that, but him actually 
knowing and rapping the song the entire that boy way. was rapping he was really dj that's the name, and I came to bring the pain. <laughs> that nigga went to Bone Thug's side like, yeah. Yeah, yeah he this, was. Yeah, that's me. I'm like, oh, my God. Somebody get Terrence. <laughs> I'm waiting for Taraji to be all, all, all messed up. <laughs> singing singer. out, singing her heart out. I was like, what? It's like, don't he play the same character in every movie? <laughs> what up, Iron Man? No, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Bro, that's one of my favorite videos. Yeah, just I say love- main after every sentence. <laughs> What's going on, Ray, man? <laughs> oh my lord! But yeah, that 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 part was crazy. Uh, I personally, uh, I got the most hype though, cause I, I did get hype for that. But I got the most hype when they did "Stay Fly" or "Stay High." Oh my goodness! And they brought out Young Buck, and you know I love Young Buck, bro. I love I- you some Young Buck too. <laughs> <laughs> Young Buck is so dope. That's my guy. A nigga's talking about Lloyd Banks, but I'm like, what about no Tenne- my boy from Cashville? You from, know, like, from Tennessee. Come on now. No, and and then Eight Ball and MJG coming no, out and do it. That, that was, was dope. dope. That was oh, that was fire, man. bro. I I wasn't expecting it, but I thought um, that was like the most hype uh, part of the the whole thing for me because I love that song and um, them bringing out all the features. I thought that was really, really dope. I thought that was the right way to do it. I thought they had like that kind of like, let's put on a good show mentality. Um, whereas, you know, uh, Bone Thugs are, again, trying to kind of go the locks route. You know what I mean? Just try to like wrap it up, which is great, right? Because like, I feel like those are two different kinds of shows that are dope because, um I mean, like, no matter what, you're going to have fun, right? When you have all these artists come out, celebrity guests, surprises. But also, because it is hip-hop, when you could just see these dudes after 30-something years still being able to rap the way they do, still be able to, you know, have the breathing control and the stage presence, et cetera, et cetera, uh, I thought that was dope. Boy, Busy was rapping his ass off last night. he really was, bro. And when that fight happened... um, you know, after they performed, um, I believe it was Buddha Lovers. Mm-hmm. After the song cuts off, just for I just want to recap for everyone who's listening. Uh, Busy Bone goes, <laughs> "I ain't gonna have y'all uh, <laughs> ugly motherfuckers uh, yeah. mocking me." Yeah, because they were I mocking rap. him while he was rapping and stuff like that. <laughs> and then Juicy J responds with, "Nigga, suck my dick." <laughs> <laughs> and he just said, "Hey, drop that!" And busy just throws he's like a water bottle or something at yeah, him, and bro. it just—it's a—it's a scuffle. Yeah, dude. Busy Bone was off the stage for a few songs. <laughs> they had to take him out. They had to like calm his ass down. But like, after backstage. that, man, my energy just left the room. Like yeah. I just wasn't invested in it. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, it was so far so good up to that point too. I was like, oh, "But this it. usually happens with like Bone Thugs' uh, performances. Like Busy yeah, really brings bro. energy." And, it, and his flow, his, his raps, his stage presence, he's really that energy ball for them. So yeah. when he left, I know those niggas was like, DJ, you got to cut some of these verses of the song sure. up. Cause and like, what are we going to do? Yeah, yeah. no, it, it really it really kind of was a big hit for them. Because like you said, he is kind of like the energy. And I wouldn't say like a front man because they all are very yeah. even. Yeah, yeah. But he's definitely the most energetic out of them. And that's that's one of his pieces to the group. So when you eliminate him, and because he's going, I mean, like he's always kind of gone through some, you know, some hard times. Yeah. But when he's going through it, and like you, you're missing him, 
like, dang, I really wish you wasn't, you know, tripping right now so we could have you for this. You know what I mean? So I, I felt like that was a turning point. Um, but because when, yeah. when Notorious Thugs came on, bro, boy, hype. bro, that's busy. one of my favorite Biggie songs, bro. I love Notorious Thugs. That's that's my joint. Um, just crazy, bro. And I, I know it's not about Biggie, but I always every time I hear that song, I'm just like, bro, this dude's flows on here yeah. are so crazy on Notorious Thugs. And um, I love, I I just love that song. But I, I'm glad they played that one. I'm glad they played that one. Um, I was, uh, I, I felt like if you notice the harmony, uh, they got better as the night kind of went on because yeah. it was a little shaky. They were trying to find it. They, it which took was, them a while. Which was surprising for me because I thought they kind of, I, I thought they were kind of closer than what they, what I thought it was. But sure. Yeah, they were trying to find those, those notes and those harmonies from the lyrics. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. This, like, this is going to be a long night. Yeah, I was like, y'all niggas should have rehearsed. <laughs> this nigga busy was like walking behind everyone like, Hanna, Hanna, Hanna. It's like come on, my niggas. They have like, not hit, y'all not hit it right. Bro, I mean, you, you're, not, you're not getting the notes right now, bro. You're going to have to you know take a breather or something. Start drinking water and not henny, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was. A, but it did get better because there were some there were some uh, songs where I felt like they really got some of their parts just right. Where I was like, okay, and you could start to see the chemistry because they would like rap each other's verses, provide the ad libs while two other members were doing their harmonies and stuff like that, and it kind of gave a glimpse of like a what they used to be like maybe when they were young and performing and they used to like flow off of each other and you know have those harmonies on point i thought that was dope because that was always one of their i mean that's one of their things right like that's what made them really really famous was carrying on their uh their rhythm or yeah you know whoever raps uh, next they kind of just carry on from that very unique flows on top of that um tongue twisting and having you know some of the fastest rappers and stuff like that all in the group along with melodic and harmony melodic you know hooks and harmony and all this kind of stuff like you know bone thugs is legends you know what i mean so i think a highlight for me for bone bone thugs side was they brought they brought out a tasha for the (sighs) was not expecting bone they had no idea who that was i was like uh (laughs) who is this I mean, they got the mic messed up. When, yeah, and she was trying to sing, trying to introduce a song. And I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh my gosh, fix the mic, please!" It would have it would have hit completely different if they had that right. Oh my goodness! Because I already know, like, because I, I I forgot about it. But then when I thought that I knew who that was, I was like, "Oh, oh, this is gonna be dope!" Because if they like, and you think about it, if they do that or like have her singing off off stage and then come oh, out man. that could have been a perfect oh, hype goodness. moment would have been perfect i think they should have saved that for later also but when her um, when her mic was working she sounded yeah she sounded great yeah and they said it they said it on yeah, there yeah, too yeah. i was like dang you after all these years yeah. you still sound the Natasha. same yeah no <laughs> yeah it was she she killed her kind of shit bro let's go um love that song too man that's a classic but yeah, man, I thought that was dope. I that was a good highlight for them. Could have been higher. Yes, Could have been. <laughs> Could have been a little bit but more the, dope. But. but the fact that Tasha showed up, yeah, yeah, bro, that that, that was an underrated uh, big moment. Let, let me tell you about a low moment. Um, Chameleon Air on stage. 
<laughs> this is that is a person I never want to see. All right, I mean, that's a song that's, I didn't want to hear. That I, did, night, I, I hate that song so much, bro. Uh, I rather listen to White and Nerdy ten times than I listen to Riding Dirty. Oh, bro. yo, <laughs> you gonna go the weird Weird Al route? Weird Al Yankovic, yeah, <laughs> my guy, bro. Bro, I can't stand Riding Dirty, bro. I couldn't stand yeah. Chameleon there at that time. He just wasn't. He just wasn't hitting for me, bro. Just wasn't just wasn't my kind of guy. You know what I mean? That song was very very long for no reason. Yeah, bro, very long. It it's had like, like four, five, f- like four or five minutes. I'm and like, why? Why is this happening? <laughs> like, why is it this long? You can't ride dirty for that long, bro. <laughs> Come on now, dog. Bro, Come on, go yeah. get a car wash. Come I, on I was annoyed, and then I was annoyed when Juicy J did the Katy Perry song. I was like, terrible boy, absolutely terrible. I know you just bring out the hits for the hits, but like, come on, man. And you know it's bad when. Whenever, whenever, like when, when these artists do the verses and whatever, and they have to give disclaimers, like, oh, we won a Grammy off of this. Hey, we, uh, we sold 20 million records. And hey, don't forget, it was, you know, it won a Billboard Award and it won a. No, that means that you're trying to hype it up more than what it is and it's not hitting at all. Don't ever <laughs> play that song. I never thought in a million years that I would see. A dark horse by Katy Perry in a versus, unless it was Katy Perry in a versus. That's just crazy. Juicy J, um, I think he, <laughs> I think he went in the wrong bag. He had a bag and he went in the wrong one. He went. <laughs> I was like, I'd rather you do the uh, the Molly Cyrus twenty three song. I don't yeah, know, bro. That because that song was hard though. That song got a beat. Hey, my nigga, hell yeah, it does. <laughs> Y'all need to stop hating. That song at least got a beat on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dark horses. Uh, that's not it, bro. Come on now. That's that's not what we're trying to hear. Um, yeah, that's a low moment for sure. Uh, I liked. Um, who do they? Um, wasn't expecting low flip. That yeah, that was very a- very shocked. Wasn't expecting him to. I didn't know that he was alive still. I, <laughs> I thought it was game over I, for real. <laughs> I thought he just went into the sunshine. I thought little sunshine was over. <laughs> you know we all like the hook. Oh, a little flip. I'm on here for the hook. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't expecting that. Um, that yeah, I don't even have much to say. Just, okay, little flip. Go back to Houston. All right, that's enough. Um, all right, thanks. Uh. <laughs> Like he got no love, like no one clapped. They were just like, all right, like, boy, this is LA. You think we care about little flip? I mean, thanks. You in the but, wrong uh, town, dog. Come on now, dog. Who the hell got you over here anyway? Um, um I love the little John coming out. Yes. That was a great yes. moment. Um uh, Wayne, what'd you think? Well, I was watching with the wifey and I just kinda had to turn it off because, you know. I mean, I, I remember actually hearing that song in your yeah. car when, yeah, yeah, when yeah. that album came out, uh, Trippy. Mm-hmm. I, I, lo- I love that Wayne verse, but, you know, Stripper yeah. was on stage. <laughs> I had to t- switch the channel like it's I didn't like, want to. It's like, oh, wait. <laughs> it's like when your parents walked in and you had to change the channel. You had Nickelodeon on back. <laughs> on oh, last had, channel, you got to. You, you had Nick at night just on previous. Uh, I know that thumb is ready to hit that button whenever why, you hear a noise. Why, why is the volume so low? Why are you listening to the TV so low, huh? I, I just don't want to. I don't want to, you know, wake up anybody. You so, know, it's six o'clock at, uh, you know, six six p.m. You know, no one's sleeping. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's a. Uh, but yeah, yeah. It, it was cool. I just think uh, with. I don't know what the, the, what the hell he was wearing, though. Bro, and he cut his dreads, too. 
Oh, boy is going through it, man. I feel bad for Wayne because I don't know what is going on in his head. Oh. That's a that's a situation in itself. Maybe that should be a versus. It's his air versus him. And he was sipping on his cigarette. <laughs> bro, he, he needs to stop. Scissor. He needs to sip on some Pedialyte. <laughs> that's what he needs. But I thought that was too early. I thought of out of the out of all the juicy solo hits, when obviously when you think of Juicy J hits, you're not thinking of uh the joint with uh with Wiz. Um, oh, damn, what was it? Um, everybody or yeah, 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 yeah. You're not thinking of that. Yeah, that that was a random uh card to pull out. Uh, I thought, which I thought was cool to bring him out, but I would switch those things around where Wayne, being who he is, should be a later in the show. He's a huge artist. Wiz, uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of love for Wiz, uh, especially in L.A. because he because of his Snoop connection. But nah, I don't think the song hits as hard as obviously Juicy's biggest hit ever. So, well, I guess debatable. I don't know. I don't know what his biggest hit is. But anyways, uh, I thought that was they they kind of messed up on the order. Yeah, three six pulling out the cheat code, pulling out um, international players anthem. Yes. That is a cheat code in itself. They let Andre's verse run. And I was Just like, oh, y'all, hey, y'all dirty for that. That's messed up. <laughs> but if Andre would have came out, though. That's what I was about to oh, say. Boy. Bro, and Big Boy. Oh, it, uh, oh. Outcast reunion. Oh, Just gosh, it's then bring out Bum B. Why not? Fuck it. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would have lost my I would have lost my <laughs> shit, bro. That would have been dope. That would have been that would have been that should have been the feature to bring out. That would have been it. Yeah, they, um, they would have to do Crossroads at least 10 yeah. times after that. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where they were going you know, if that would happen. You know what they, who they bring? They bring out the nigga that played Uncle Charles. <laughs> <laughs> then they bring out the nigga to play the angel and just <laughs> ride him on the forehead. Bring out a nigga with the with the black jacket on and hey, a hat we, and the shades. Can we get that nigga with the jacket, please? <laughs> where is he? Then can we get the Uncle Charles, y'all? Can we get <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing that could that could have beat it. Yo, wish um, just say Uncle Charles ten times. <laughs> just say Uncle Charles. You know what I'm saying? Oh my lord! Yeah, bro. Um, I thought that was dope. What one thing I didn't like, bro, was the crowd, man. I was just, bro, I wasn't feeling some, them. Bro. There is something about these versus crowds. I don't know where they're coming from, yeah. but they are just terrible. They really are, and it and it's sad because. It, I I don't know. I feel like they're not really in the moment. You know what I mean? No, not at all. You you see the camera pan through all these verses and it's phones. It's all just people standing there, just staring straight up at the crowd. Uh, no one's really singing it. No one's making noise. You don't see hands waving. I mean, we finally got some crowd participation at the end when they're doing Crossroads. Yes, you know, yeah, finally, yeah, finally. And I was so mad. Um, you know? There were there were a couple songs where you know how DJs like they cut the music and then you hear them sing back. Um, there were maybe four times out of all of the night, which is like two three hours long, maybe four times where I felt like when they cut it. The, the energy was like loud where you could hear him like scream back the line or et cetera, et cetera. I really wasn't feeling how just dead it was, bro. I'm just, I, I was just telling Aaron, I feel like, yo, if you see like leg, like legendary shit like up on stage, like I don't, 
I couldn't like I, I, I don't I, know if people understood to have all of Bone Thugs members that night on bro, stage that's together a big deal, bro. is very very rare. Absolutely, bro. So, um, yeah, man, that's weird. But it's been like that for a, a lot of verses. Like the crowds are just dead. Yeah. I mean, I, thank goodness they held locks and uh, Dipset in New York. Yeah. Well, at, and then I think uh, that actually is a good point because I think a big part of it is where you place it. And it's easy to put it in a place like L.A. because it's obviously a big city. But maybe that kind of battle should have been held maybe in like an Atlanta where it's like, are we really going to hold on to this easy bone thugs relationship? For they got one song to, I mean, I know, yeah, their well, career I, is has easy big part of it, but right, which uh, I think, I, which I feel like, I feel, I feel, I have mixed feelings about holding it in LA because I felt like three six, not all of their songs were hitting because they weren't recognized, but their bigger songs like. You know, like slob on my knob and stuff like that. Like those kinds of songs, like they definitely rocked with it, but it was more of a LA bias because there were songs that I felt were kind of lackluster from the Bone Thug side, but because it was in LA, they were like, "Oh, okay." And then they cut they cut the music and like the whole crowd singing with it. I'm like, "Oh, okay, y'all y'all rocking with this? Okay, well, yeah. it makes sense, right? Because you know they do kind of. Would you say they do G funk kind of music?" During the early '90s, or um, I wouldn't even say that. I mean, maybe they had to, there's an there, influence. Yeah, because there's a sound that it shares from that time yeah. of West Coast rappers. They're obviously not from there, but but to, to have someone coast on you like Easy, who was so right, heavy right. in you know Compton and LA, is just sure. I think that kind of carried over to them. Yeah. But when I was younger, I thought Bone Thugs was from L.A. too. Like, yeah. not even knowing anything I, about music. Yeah. No, so, you would assume so. It's kind of like, like it's kind of like niggas think Tupac's from L.A., but that right, nigga right, from right, NY. Right. So get to the East Coast. That's right. Mm-hmm. And he lived in Baltimore before he even got to Oakland. Yeah. And yeah. he's not even from L.A. He lived in Oakland. Yeah, so Man, stop it. Y'all get your shit straight. Yeah, stop it, all right? He was over there, and, and he was, uh, you know, what what do you call it? What, he was chilling. Chilling with um, what's his name? E forty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was. What was it? Sprinkling man. How was he say? Sprinkling man. All right. I don't want to get on that topic because <laughs> a lot of listeners are not gonna like you for for dissing the E forty. I will have this argument with any one of you. That boy is trash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping it a buck. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. All right. Anywho. But yes, yeah. I think that kind of. Had the crowd for a bit, you yeah. know that easy, you know stuff. So I agree, I agree. But <sighs> it's I don't know. Maybe it, I I felt like maybe it could have been held in a in a different city in the south at least. Yeah, I felt like that's probably where because there's a lot of bone thug fans in the south. There's I remember growing up in Atlanta and that was uh that was an artist that was heavily played with you know an outcast and. UGK and you got three six, but Bone Thugs was always in that kind of mix. I feel like that would have been a better kind of place to host it. On top of obviously Memphis being in the South, then you have like a, I don't know. I kind of feel like you give them a, a little bit more edge too. So yeah. it, it was a little different. Um, did you did you personally think it was a good matchup? Um, I was really shocked at the matchup when I first when it was announced, mm-hmm. but. 
I get it because they have beef. I mean, they, they do right. have beef. So yeah. I get it. Which I didn't know about. Yeah. No, I I, no one really does. Because Bone Thugs had a beef with a lot of people from the Midwest. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people. Especially like oh, yeah. Twista. Twista. Uh, and, do or and, Die. Yep. Has some. Pole Pimpin'. So a lot of people who do rap fast in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Had beef with Bone Thugs because they thought they were still in the style. They were still in their shit. And, yeah, uh, three six is one of those because they were talking about the devil and stuff and rapping fast stuff like that, the dark stuff and yeah. rapping about that. So when they heard Bone Thugs come out, and uh, yeah, they got problems with that. So sure. that's where the, the drama started. But really, I can't believe it carried over for some of them, like Busy Bone. <laughs> All the way till 2021 Come on now dog. 20 plus years I, f- I hate those niggas <laughs> Now remember 94 It's like no nigga I'm old man I got arthritis So Yeah <laughs> I, I don't I, I still think they hate each other Even though they kind of Shook hands and Yeah 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 There's, there's definitely Same crossroads together it, it, Yeah Yeah it, You could tell like Maybe uh, Well Maybe they still got problems With Busy Yeah for like, sure it, that that dude is just a little too wild. But, like, it, I felt like they were – because they, they were dapping up a lot in between rounds and stuff like that. There was a lot of love, like, w- between, you know, Crazy and Lazy and all them. And yeah, Lazy was saving it. Lazy was keeping it uh, – was cordial. He was making it fun, you know. Oh, yeah, bro. Which I I uh, I kind of like that part, too, because he was kind of funny with it, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was kind of like the, like the hype man and stuff like that. I thought he was, you know – I thought he was doing a good job. Um, as far as the matchup, bro – I thought three six should have three shit three six would have been better <laughs> my bad. Three shits three shits mafia from <laughs> from milk and madnesia. That's three shits mafia. Um no, I felt like uh they would be a better suited for a UGK uh uh goody mob or a even a hot boys. Kind of versus, I feel like they would be better suited for it, um, cause like they, it's not like that they make the same music, but I feel like for the time and their genres, um, from what they kind of like bring would have better matched. But I get that it was because they there was a beef there that they wanted to bring them together. I the way that I see them, I feel like they should have gone against another legendary group from the south with Bone Thugs. Maybe this is too high thinking of me, but I see them, I see them as influential as a Wu Tang, where I feel like that would have been something to see. Um, but I do understand, like, you know how you know how things are now. Wu Tang is, I feel like they got more clout, so they'll they'll. I don't know. I don't know who you would be able to battle against them. Boy, and all, all of them individually. I mean, well, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like that's that's wild. <laughs> but I felt like, as far as like impact and all that kind of stuff goes, and then longevity as well. I feel like those two big groups would be a better suited. But that's just me, because like, and I'm welcome to you know have the talk with whoever. You know what I mean? If you disagree, but I mean, I like that. I like. That UGK or Goody Mob for for a uh, three six. I think I that like would be it. dope. I, like I think that. I think uh, I think with those groups, it'll be it'll be good for you know like a crowd for like today in twenty twenty one to see how much you know from those groups. Like how much they Barclay? put in, bro. It's like yeah, that, <laughs> they start not playing at that cra- time. It's like does that Laurel's? <laughs> they, they started off with crazy. <laughs> 
<laughs> I remember when. I remember. I remember. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, maybe, obviously, like the UGK one wouldn't be able to happen. But uh, rest in peace to Pimp C. But if if he was alive, you know, I thought that would be dope. UGK 3-6 and then you end the show with International Players Anthem kind of thing. You know what I mean? I think that would be dope. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of felt like it was a little off, but I understand it was there is history, but I felt like it was off. Or maybe yeah. you could do. No, nah, I can't really see anyone else doing it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of how I felt. Um, maybe the matchup should have gone. Um, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Which waiting for the next versus? I mean, I hope it's a good matchup. And I think Timbaland and Swiss try to find those, like, yeah. not the best matchup, but, like, okay, so I kind of see, like, this could be interesting, you know, so. Sure. Well, it's hit or miss sometimes. Do, yeah, these matchups are kind of, I was like, eh. Kind of random sometimes. Very. Um, well, and I get it, too, because, like, they're not going to get everyone that you want to be a part of it, and then. You know, there's obviously contract disputes and stuff like that. You got to handle money. You got to handle whether or not they're going to be able to put it together for a show. <laughs> These niggas going to be too fucked up before they go out on stage. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot know. behind the scenes. <laughs> it's a lot. Sure. So I get it. But, um, yeah, I think uh, I think it was still dope, though. Yeah. I, I, I just enjoyed them being out there and, like, doing their own music. Um I thought that was kind of cool. I was kind of cool to see Bone Thugs all together like that. You know what I mean? That's a big deal. And I know um, it wasn't too long ago, you know, DJ Paul and, and Juicy J had issues too. But, you know, for them to kind of, you know, you know, recognize, you know, they're brothers. You know what I mean? They've been in this shit for a long time. Let's just, you know, go out here and do this shit. That's kind of cool to me too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shout out to Country Black too. <laughs> That's my guy, bro. I love that name, man. Bro, that's the the, the su- that's the southern uh that's a Memphis flavor flavor right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's my what God. I thought it was at times. <laughs> is that is that flavor flavor in Memphis? What the, what is that? But um But, but yeah. yeah, that wraps it up for uh Bone Thugs and uh Three Six Mafia versus Yes. Um Another thing that happened, uh, Grammy nominees were uh, announced. Yes, yes. Uh, a few people upset, <laughs> but it is what it is. So, I mean, what are you going to do, huh? Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. I don't know what Miley Cyrus is talking about, but <laughs> I was like, are you sure? <laughs> Come on, Miley. Hey, are you sure? Bro, I don't even rock with her old girl, man. I mean, I'm sure your dad should have been on the Grammys before you. Yeah, Anyways. He should have won for, for Achy Breaky Heart. <laughs> <laughs> a country classic best right throwback there. country <laughs> but yeah we just want to read off some categories like yeah of course it's going to be a uh, rap and r&b um i'm sorry we're not going to get to the best rock band or <laughs> best rock performance or uh so uh, best metal band of <laughs> album is, is it going to be panic at the disco or all american rejects <laughs> that's uh that's as far as we go with our rock knowledge uh <laughs> Even though I, I do see some uh, ADDC in uh, these nominations, it's kind of crazy. It's like, whoa. It's like, how? It's like, y'all still making music? <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Um, so uh, I, I actually didn't look up who they have for like um, for the nominees so far. I know right. I know some of the rap ones, but I don't know the R&B ones, so I'm curious to tell me. Oh, you want to do R&B? 
Uh, yeah, let's. I, I want to see what uh what they got for. What are you gonna read, artists or album of the year? I'm gonna do. Let's do artists and album. Okay, I'm curious. I'm curious. Uh, let's see. Well, okay, this is the first one for R&B. Mm-hmm. Best R&B performance. You got Lost You by Snow Allegra. Okay. You got Peaches with Justin Bieber. Oof. Okay. You got Damage by Her. Yeah, Leave the Door Open with Silk Sonic. Okay. And you got Pick Up Your Feelings by Jasmine Sullivan. Big respect to Jasmine Sullivan. Um, I I have to say big respect to her. Um, I got nothing against Jasmine Sullivan. I need to introduce myself to Jasmine Sullivan. I know very, very little. And I don't know why she's always been around. There's always been people that have said, hey, you should listen to her. Um, but I've never had anyone send me songs. And uh, I kind of feel like I'm like missing out a little bit. And I've heard her voice before. I've heard a couple live performances. And she's really dope. So I would want to kind of, you know, I'm opening myself up to Jasmine Sullivan and her work. I just need someone to kind of show me, you know, some of the stuff. You know what I mean? Like, hey man, you don't have to. You know, it's okay, bro. You I, know, you don't. You don't have to know, right? No, but I, I, I genuinely <laughs> want to because I, I mean, I've been, I've been heavily leaning towards R and B over a lot of stuff lately in the last like two years. So, I mean, I, I keep her name keeps popping up. So I'm like, all right, so let's see what's good. You know, someone send me some tracks. Uh, I think vocal, vocal wise and lyric wise, uh, Jasmine Sullivan is very, very powerful. Right, right, so, and that's what I've heard. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, so, but out of those songs, bro, I gotta, I gotta give love to her, bro. I love that song, Damage, bro. That song's hard, bro. Even though Justin Bieber is a most played artist on my Apple Music <laughs> this past year, <laughs> I think just because of Peaches in one time. <laughs> And one time, <laughs> I got 13 hours of Justin Bieber play. Oh my I was like, goodness. damn, did I play Peaches in one time that much? That's a that's a lot of one time. I was like, yeah, I can't be biased <laughs> in this uh, category <laughs> though, but yeah, I might have to do the same <laughs> with her. <laughs> now, Peaches is definitely number two, bro, because I that was my number one played song Boy. out of 2021. I love me some Peaches, dog. That shit's so saucy, bro. And um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Daniel Caesar. And Giveon on that joint. Yo, Giveon. Bro, killed it. Killed that shit. I was excited when I heard this. I was like, wait, hold up. They got two of my boys on this. Hold on. Let me listen to this. And I got hyped when the music video came out. I was dancing like Justin in there. I ordered me a peach suit. (laughs) I ordered me baskets of peaches sent to the house. Yeah, bro. That was my song, dog. Yeah, but. (laughs) But yes, her. Yes, yes, her. Uh, damaged, beautiful song. Listen I mean, I think her has always been like just a. I think the face of R and B females for uh, me. Yeah, uh, in the last few years, but she's really come on strong as you know, building her name and just I don't know. Yeah, the work she's put, been putting out this like past two years. I agree. I think uh, once I, I feel like she's always been kind of a little underrated for me, um, but. I like that she's starting to get more exposure. I thought that she did dope at the, I believe it was the Super Bowl last year. She went ahead and sang oh, like yeah. America the Beautiful or something like that, but she did it with the guitar. She's super talented. She plays several instruments, song, write songs, sings, all this kind of stuff. Got a great voice. She's dope. Her's dope. So that damage by her is actually nominated for Best R&B Song. That's what I like to hear. Um, 
Giveon is Heartbreak Anniversary is Great also song. in that. Great song. Of course, Leave the Door Open by Silk Sonic. Of course. And, yeah, Pick Up Your Feelings by Jasmine Sullivan. I mean, okay. Or not Jasmine Sullivan. Someone else, but she's oh. a songwriter in that. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Um, Dang. Um, I see her a lot in these uh in nom- the categories in these nominees though. I love it, and I hope she can get one of those because her is dope. And if you don't know her, listen to her. It's H dot E dot R dot. It's dope. She's real, real, real dope. She's got some good stuff, man. She's got some solid albums too, bro. Um, ooh, I think you're gonna like this. Hmm. Best progressive R and B album. Okay. Uncle Sago is a. Uh, is nominated. My guy. M- uh, Masego, A Study Abroad. Yes, bro. I wow. love that EP too, bro. That's crazy. I love that. That man is a genius. That yeah. man is, he has a very, very talented ear for these sounds and just the way he p- puts it all together and yes. music. I'm glad Masego's kind of making his own music too. I mean, I, he, he's made music on his own, but I don't know. He's finally getting his recognition that yes. he's been deserved, so... I I I love I love Masego. I think that he's dope. He's another person who is one of those multi-talented producers, instruments, sings, yeah. all of this kind of stuff, writes songs. I mean, shout out to Goldlink. He, that's the why I found Masego for Same, bro. Which I and I love that song, Late Nights. That song Woo! was crazy, bro. Uh that song was crazy. Palm Trees is crazy. And then I was like, "Okay, who's this Masego dude?" And then I'm like, "Got gold, bro." Yeah, Masego's dope. Dope. Oh man, who else you got on there? Um, I'm actually going to talk about this album when we when we talk about our favorite album songs oh, okay. of the year. But uh, best R and B album, uh, Snow Allegra's uh, "Temporary Highs in the Violet Skies" is actually nominated. Yes, that's one of my favorite R and B albums of the year. Yes, by the way, um, I agree. Back of her, uh, back of my mind by her is also actually there too. Also very good. Leon Bridges, Gold Digger Sounds, or Gold okay. Digger Sound. Okay. And Jasmine Sullivan. It, do, do you know Leon Bridges very well? I know f- uh, probably like a handful of songs, but... there's there's been, there's been, I think, two songs. I think my boy Julian has sent me a couple, and then Tori. Um, Tori has sent me a little bit. Uh, I can't really... I don't know what it is. I added some of the stuff. I was trying to go through it. And it didn't really like catch me, you know what I mean? So Leon Bridges has a song called Beyond. Okay. That is probably my favorite song from him. Beyond. Okay. Beyond. Yeah, you should check that one out. Alright, I'm gonna listen to this Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I don't know much about him, but cool. I think he tries to fuse a lot of uh like sixties, like fifties vibe into oh, he's his one of those sound. Okay. Like a chubby checker nigga. <laughs> That might he's, be his nephew. <laughs> he's one of those uh, Chubby Bridges. <laughs> he's one of those little Richard niggas. All right. Okay, cool. <laughs> you, got so, the, you got the David Ruffin hair? And like one one of one of his albums, that's what that's a lot like some sound his which influences his okay. album. So like old school doo cool. shit. Like it's okay. cool. Yeah. But like, yeah, like with you, a lot of stuff doesn't stick with me. So yeah. Okay, but uh, I'm gonna still check it out. I'm gonna check out. Yo, Beyond though. Beyond is the one. Beyond by Leon Bridges. Check that out. All right, very and good for all you listening. <laughs> uh, let's just run through these uh, these rap. Let's these get these rap uh, nominees real quick. Yes, sir. 
Best rap performance, we got Family Ties, Baby Keem, and Kendrick Lamar. Okay. We got Cardi B up. We got <laughs> My Life, J. Cole, 21 Savage. We got Way Too Sexy with Drake. No. And then we got Thought Shit by uh, Megan I, the Horse. I, absolutely not. Okay. Just go ahead and eliminate Megan Thee Stallion. If she gets a Grammy, I'm going to be mad. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Why that I, song? Like that. Come on now. Um, I mean, I get it. I get it. Grammys, you know, you know, it's, it's hot. You know, we can't listen. I, we can't give a Grammy to thought shit. I'm a boycott the Grammys. <laughs> if thought shit wins a Grammy, I can't do it. I'm not. I'm sorry. I actually love. I really rock with Megan. Megan is dope, but thought shit can't be the one. Okay. It's like gold digger winning the, the Grammy. I can't. <laughs> We can't give the Grammys to the worst songs that they have, man. I love Megan, but not when she's like, her music, nah, but like away from her music, like, yeah, she's pretty cool, man. Great personality. I love it. But all this thought crap, uh, nah, I'm good, you know? I don't know, man. I don't know about that but one. But thanks for your, the sauce that you have produced for uh, Popeyes. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. Thank you for that. Lovely. Thank uh, you. And keeping the same energy, I'm going to go ahead and say no, Drake. You're not, you can't get a Grammy for way too I'm sexy. Way too sexy for my shit. It's not going to work, bro. What a sample. You can't. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a sample, all right. Uh, bro, but let, let me can't. tell you, when I first heard that song to, on the album, yeah. That is the one song I actually went back and listened to again. Oh yeah, and then I actually just you know had a had a it's it, it, it had me catchy. Then the next day it just got old that fast. I don't know what it is, but I think the only part I like about it, honestly, uh, and this is you know what has it been like two months or so? Yeah, um, September. Yeah, I think yeah. September. Uh, the only part I like about it now is Future. I hate Drake's verse in it. I, I, Young Thug, I kinda, surprisingly, I didn't like on it. I kind of got lost with Young Thug in that song. Like, I, I don't I know don't, what it was. It's not like I don't rem- remember him. Right. It's weird because I'm a huge Thugger fan. Yo, Shut like, up, that's, my, that's my guy. But on that song, bro, like, on, on paper, it sounds like it should be, you know, all that. But no, nah, I was kind of. I was kind of disappointed. I wasn't I wasn't too happy with it. I, I felt like it was kind of um a throwaway song. Yeah. I felt like it was a throwaway song and they put it on the album still and it was like, "Hey, it's kind of funny, you know, like hey, we can, you know, like we can kind of fuck around with this one. Let's just put it out anyway." And it didn't seem like it should have been there, honestly. Um but Future though. Future Yeah. Yeah. Like if that's a Future song by itself, that shit is yes. out of this world, bro. Yes. If that's a future song featuring Drake and Young Thug, yes. that makes a completely different story. Yeah. Completely different. I agree. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to give you the Grammy, dog. Sorry, dog. You're going to have to go back to Toronto with that one. Um, but I actually like uh, J. Cole's song on here, yes. uh, My Life. That's a great song off the album. Um, I'm not going to give it. Sorry, Cardi. Just <laughs> go down. Up, all right. What is up? What is up? <laughs> Just just stay down, all right? Uh, and then we got Family Ties with Baby Keem. But I might just give that award to Kendrick because that nigga stole the show yeah. uh, this year with that verse. That that verse is crazy. Not going to lie. And you know how I feel about Kendrick. I'm not really checking for him, but it was all right. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know how. What's he got to do? He's, Release he's, uh, Good Kid, Mad City uh, three <laughs> more times? Yes. <laughs> 
I mean, how? No, I just. I, or was it the way he raps, or the sound? Some, sometimes it's. Sometimes, sometimes it's not all about oppression. Sometimes I just want to be. <laughs> sometimes I just don't want to be reminded of how I'm just a nigga. So, <laughs> like, come on, dog. Like, come on, man. Like, can we just fight the good fight, but not on the weekend? Can we just. You know what I mean? Like, I know what I'm going through. You know what I mean? You don't need to remind me. Damn. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, can I, we just keep it? Just not all the time. You know what I mean? Like, come on, brother. Like, for real, man. Smile for once. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Have a Coke and a smile, my guy. Come on, my guy. But no, no, I'm just playing. No, honestly, he's he's really come around uh, to me. The last uh, uh, quarantine, quarantine was really what did it for me. You know, uh, it was big for music for me because, you know, we had all this time and, yeah, yeah. you know, we weren't out and about. So I listened to a lot of Kendrick. I listened to a lot of Kendrick. I went back on a couple albums and I was like, you know what? I feel like maybe it's the hype around when it releases that I'm like, shut up. You know what I mean? Like, get the get get the fuck out of here. OK, it's not that fucking good. But like now, like, I'm just like, that's how I feel with Drake. Oh, I feel that because, yes. You are like that with Drake. Because I, yes, yo, yes. Those, those niggas on Twitter, the Drake fans, oh man. <laughs> They're like Cowboys fans. He hasn't had a bad song in, those, in, his, in their eyes. <laughs> He's never made one. He's never made a bad song. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Over is great. Over is one of the greatest songs that I've ever heard. <laughs> oh my goodness. But um, now that I've gone back and like, you know, like I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kendrick's dope. I'll, I'll give you that. And, and the Family Ties, uh, his verse. Out of this world, bro. And um, to give props to Baby Keem, Baby Keem has been dope, man, bro. I really rock with Baby Keem. So you and James rock with Baby Keem when a few years ago, when yeah. you guys tried to, you know, get me to listen to his album. I don't know what album that was, but it was like Orange Soda was on there. Yeah, bro. I, I thought it, that was trash. Like, I thought really? that album was tra- I thought Baby Keem was trash. <laughs> That's crazy. But, 2021, I think Baby King was pretty dope. So uh, it was. I think it may have been called "Die for My Bitch." I think that was the name. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a joke. That's really the name. (laughs) That's really the name of the album. (laughs) It makes it so funny. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's not a joke. Okay. That might be the greatest album uh, title uh, I've ever heard. It really is called "Die for My Bitch." All right. And but the, the the I like the album a lot. He's got a song on there called Honest that is so dope. Super, super dope. It um, ain't better than Future's Honest. I can tell you that. No, much. of course not. I mean, like, that's the GOAT Honest. <laughs> that's the song that made me a future fan. Bro, was Honest. I love that song so much. <laughs> that song is amazing. But um but yeah, Baby Keem is dope. So I don't know about uh I think my song pick out of those would definitely be J. Cole though. That song is great. My yeah. Life by J. Cole. Yeah, that will probably be mine. True. What's the next category? I can't believe this is a, even a category. Uh, best melodic rap performance. Interesting. I wonder how old that one is. Like, is I it? wonder yeah. if if that's been around for a while and we haven't noticed, or if that's something that as of late they've kind of added because that's where rap has kind of gone towards. So we got "Pride Is the Devil" by J Cole and Little Baby. Okay. Uh, we got "Need to Know" by Doja Cat. Oh, okay. That song was dope. We got Industry Baby by Lil Nas X featuring Jack Harlow. Mm-hmm. We got um, What's Your Name by Tyler the Creator. 
And Young Boy Never. Oh. Young, young Boy NBA. Bro, I didn't know that got nominated. I love that song. Okay, what else? And then to top it off, we got Hurricane by Kanye West and The Weeknd. And okay, Lil Baby. Well, clearly biased. Hurricane's got to take it. Yeah, we're, we're talking about that a little later. But uh, yeah, Hurricane's <laughs> one of my favorite songs off the Donda album. So. 100%. Nigga, The Weeknd killed that. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Again, you know how I feel about The Weeknd. Yeah, hate that nigga, too. Same. Uh, but... <laughs> Nyquil if Nyquil if Nyquil was a human it's the weekend <laughs> if Nyquil <laughs> that, that's what I always say about the weekend oh my put God. me to sleep he pause uh, <laughs> <laughs> nigga knocked me out pause <laughs> this nigga put me to bed pause <laughs> yeah, I gotta cover my ground right but um yeah, I can't stand the weekend, but when he kills it, like I got to give it props. So um yeah, the songs that there's there's a handful of songs, man. And there's something about Kanye and Weekend, bro. It's an underrated collab cuz every Kanye song that has the weekend is crazy and songs that Kanye's produced for him are also equally crazy, bro. That's some there's that's a collab that I feel like should be explored more. That would be a crazy, crazy uh like maybe not a mixtape. They're too big for a mixtape, but like a couple couple collabs, you know, a, a couple songs, you know, maybe an album. I don't know. But that would be nuts. I think that would be really, really dope to get those two together. Cause they got some good stuff together, bro. Bro, can I just can I just throw out this guilty pleasure of mine? Or yeah, this guilty ahead. pleasure of a song that I've grown th- to love over the last two years. I think I know what it is, but go ahead. Since we're talking about The weekend, Yeah, go ahead. The Hills. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I absolutely backspace. love that song. Bro, backspace, backspace, <laughs> delete, delete, delete. Bro, I Bro, hate that song. Bro, that drop is so damn hard. Oh, my God. Bro, it's okay. I, sometimes I sometimes I, I wish I was back in like 2015 <laughs> just high and just going off in the club, you know, listen to that song, you know? Oh, my goodness. What a song. Anyways, it's, that's my guilty pleasure. Uh, I actually saw him perform that live. And? It's pretty crazy. Again, even though I don't like him, I don't like the music, the I will respect him. When he did that live, we saw that Dre's, and um, he did, uh, I think he finished the show with 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 the hills, oh my! Goodness. And it was pretty crazy. And you know, obviously in the in you know like concert kind of atmosphere, you know everything's real loud, so you get the best sound possible. It's pretty nuts. That drop is crazy when you hear it, and then his voice is spot on to what you hear in the record. Just knock better. Your, just knock your boots off. Pause. Be- better. Better. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, knock my clothes off. Pause. <laughs> Took my took my clothes off one by one. Pause. <laughs> oh my goodness! But yeah, bro, he 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 really really performs really well, bro. His voice is crazy. It's crazy. All right. So Hurricane wins that for you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. It does. Let's talk about yes. any other song, anyways. Yes. Okay. Best rap song. Wow. We got Bath Salt by DMX featuring Jay Z and Nas. Uh, didn't know that existed that came out on the album that dropped after dmx passed i I, okay whoa that's kind of crazy did you did you hear that album yeah i actually ran through it yeah is it cool it was powerful 
Like yeah. I, I think I was just caught on the moment of oh, DMX passing sure. and running through that album. I I have a I have mixed feelings about the you know like the Pulse Death album stuff like that. It's always kind of it always feels like a little weird, you know what I mean, to profit off of it and stuff like that. So like I, feel, I don't know. It's I, I it's weird. That. It's weird. And then I hadn't listened to X in so long, you know what I mean? Like it's one of those things I don't know I don't know if I would want to hear X at 50 when I know X at 20. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. I know it's kind of messed up, but I should listen to it, especially if it's nominated for a Grammy. That'd be dope. That'd be dope to win. Um Next, we got Best Friend by Sweetie and uh, Doja Cat. Lord have mercy. <laughs> we got Family Ties, Baby King, uh, Kendrick. Yeah. Ooh, we got Jail by Kanye West and Jay-Z. Hey, and then yeah. we got Ending the Best Rap Song, we got My Life by uh, J. Cole. I wonder who should win it. I know, it's such uh, a hard one, right? <laughs> it's just it's so debatable, huh? Guess who's going to jail? <laughs> Guess who's going to jail tonight? Yeah, that's my song, dog. <laughs> you know that's my song. He probably ain't gonna win it. They're probably gonna give it to Sweetie, but um, <laughs> it's because of that McDonald's meal, dude. Say, oh, sorry, Sweetie, but you know, I just had to tell everyone I had the best album of all time. <laughs> oh my goodness, she gonna put ketchup all over the Grammy like a dumbass. <laughs> oh my goodness, bro. Um, bro, I really like Jail, man. Yeah, respect to all these songs, but let's talk about jail. Yeah, man. Just, go to, just <laughs> let's just go straight to jail. Can we play jail on hey, the podcast? Great song. Can we, <laughs> can we just play jail? No, but seriously though, like that, um, that Jay Z featured verse yeah, was man. so important to hear. Yeah. As a fan of both and especially Kanye <laughs> on that album. Oh man. And then watching a listening party and then not expecting what to expect. Um and not knowing who's gonna be on a song. Who was going to be featured? It, are they even cool? Like, are they at good terms? Whatever, whatever. And then you hear that verse. Our, nah. Our, we got to hold this for the next. I know, I know. Because we're going to talk about albums and songs and, and then, our favorites <laughs> from uh, this year. Sure. But let's just let's just wrap off this uh, this uh, nominees. The last sure. one. Best rap album. We got J. Cole, The Off Season. We got Drake, Cer- Certified Lover Boy. Right. We got Nas, King's Disease 2. Okay. We got Tyler, the creator, Call Me If You Get Lost, and mm-hmm. then we got Donda of Kanye West. Yes. That's a great uh, it's a great category. Yes. And those uh, nominees are, are great. Um, being completely objective. Uh, but I'm going with Tyler on this one. Sorry. I'm actually going with Cole. Ooh. I actually, um, I, I liked that album the most out of the Whoa. ones this year. Oh. I like I really really well it's it's so like you know how you always have like what do you think is the best versus what's your favorite you know who my favorite is always going to be Kanye is my guy but um J. Cole's album was really dope bro it was really really good um it was short the features were crazy um I loved and this is rare but I loved all the beats on J. Cole's album that is a rare thing to say about J. Cole album. I, I hadn't I hadn't liked a full project from him since Forest Hills, bro. I didn't like the the, the ones in betweens. I, agree. I didn't even I barely liked the Dreamville album because it was it got to a point where I was like, Yeah, you got back into the trash beats bag, bro. And I I can't I can't It's like I respect lyricism and like your storytelling, but 
I need that beat to kind of carry me throughout the song, right. bro. Like, and it I respect it, but, you know, and that's I just me. I think a misconception about that, too, is you need something crazy. You need something to sound like it's in a club song or whatever. But it really, I don't think it's even that deep. You know what I mean? Because you think about uh, some of the best lyricists of all time, right? Like, you never say Jay-Z's got bad beat selection. You never said biggie had bad beat selection you know what i mean like just get good beats bro like you know like have something that's dope you know what i mean and then you know spit your shit on uh and then i mean for cole he never had that issue before yeah until he got to 2016 was that uh it's not kod it's uh what's the one your eyes only yeah 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 is that the and, one before? Yeah, 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 yeah. For your eyes only. And I was like, bro, this is all of this shit is terrible. Again, another great storytelling album, but mm-hmm. I just need something to carry me through. Sure. And sure. that's exactly what Drake's album did for me. Oh. Like okay. I love the production of Drake's album, mm-hmm. Certified Lover Boy. Yeah. Um it took me a while to kind of listen and digest the lyrics. Mm-hmm. So but I love the album. I love yeah. Drake's album. But anyway, go back to, to Cole. Um I thought that was in one of his better projects for sure. Yeah. Like that moved up quick on the, on my list for his albums for me. I agree. So, yeah, that does it for the R&B and uh, the rap nominees for uh, Grammys next year. Yes, 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 yes. So, okay, mm. country. No, <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> now that's hey, funny. got you. I know there's some country lovers out there. <laughs> and the winner is Toby Keith. <laughs> And Toby Keith. <laughs> and Toby Keith. Get the hell out of here. All right. So to kind of end this, I know this music segment kind of took a while. So sorry, guys. <laughs> There's a lot of breakdown. I mean, it is. And I'm sure the movies will be uh, not too long. Not this long. So. Sure. Um, so we're going to talk about our favorite albums, singles, uh, maybe artists that we've uh, discovered throughout uh, 2021 and just talk about that yeah so i'm sure with albums i mean you overheard us talking about donda and of course the two big releases of donda by kanye and um certified lover by by drake yes so i actually love donda more but as time went on i kind of shifted to certified lover boy yeah so what about you well Definitely not. <laughs> my my love my love has decreased for the Drake album. Mm. I I definitely um well it is what it is. Let me just first off by say like I gotta say like of course I am biased. Also to say that you are without bias is the dumbest shit that I've ever heard, okay? Everyone has a bias. Everyone has someone that they like more, okay? <laughs> so, yes, I like Kanye more than I like Drake. Right. I don't give a damn if I have a bias. Pointing out that you have a bias, that's not even, that's not a hot take. That's human nature. That's Shut your ass up. So, first off, <laughs> I just need to say that to the people. But um, I... I really, I really liked them. Uh, I liked them equally when they first dropped, but then Donda started to pull away from me. I think the substance of Donda kind of like puts it in a different category for me. Um, I don't dislike Certified Lover Boy in any way, but first listen was tough. 
first listen, I think it was the only standouts to me were like the J verse. And then it was a bunch of songs that I felt that should have been on the second part of the album as opposed to the mm. first six or seven songs that you hear, which I thought was rare. So uh, it didn't really flow for you. It it didn't necessarily flow. It sounded mixtapey. Um, but I also I had to kind of like remember, well, this is kind of how he had positioned the tracks for views. Views started off very, very slow. You know what I mean? It started with a lot of um emotional kind of tracks, a little slowed down kind of things and stuff like that. And that's what I kind of got with CLB. And I don't know why, but I kind of thought that CLB would be more of a a party weekend kind of not not like the artist the weekend but an album for the weekend does so, that make sense like on a lighter lighter note maybe maybe not because maybe he, like a a, a trappier mm. kind of like vibe where it's like things you hear in the club you know what I mean things that you hear on the weekend the anthem for a weekend you know. I thought it was going to be a little bit more of that. So when I got a little bit more slower tones, a little little slow down kind of vibes, I was like, oh, okay. It wasn't bad, but I was like, oh, wow. Uh, dang. Okay. This is going longer than expected. You know what I mean? But. Yeah. That, that, I mean, that's another thing. Like, I think it could have been, could have left out like three, four songs maybe. I agree. I agree. But. Uh, there's, there's definitely some songs that I felt were filler. Yes. Yes. Um. And he's 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 got a good amount of that on his albums. If you if you go back, there's there's always the one or two. On this one, I would say three that yeah you could probably just scrap. But you know it is what it is. It's still Drake, you know. So, um, give me your, give me like three or five your favorite songs off of Certified Lover Boy. Oh, if okay. you have those. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, better along, get or get better along. Oh no, my bad. Get Along Better there is go. the name yeah, of the song. Yeah, yeah, okay. uh, that's my number one, bro. I love that song. I'm a huge Ty Dolla Sign fan. I love that nigga. And I thought that that song, because uh, I'm a big fan of Drake R&B, I thought that song, it took me back, bro. That song is so dope. Drake R&B, full flesh. He was singing and stuff. He was, you know, he was spitting some stuff. I love that song, bro. Then, um, forgive me because I don't remember the name, but the song with, oh, you only live twice, right? Yeah. Love that song. That's um, the, the the features with Wayne and Ross. Yeah, bro. Bro, hard. That crazy. that instrumental alone, crazy. Oh my goodness! But that's it, a great uh, verse from Wayne. Yes, like Wayne now, like Ooh, how late boy. he is in his career. Oh yeah, it's a great definitely verse. Uh, a great verse. It felt very. It felt like it was a Rick Ross song. Felt like it was a Rick Ross, like Justice League kind of song. And then he had Drake and Wayne on it with him, but it was on a Drake album. I, but I loved it. I love that. I love that type of beat. I love that they were just straight up just rapping. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad it wasn't like a five minute song. Like, yeah, they just got straight to it and that, that's it. Because so. it, it, it kind of cut short. Yeah. It kind of felt like, oh, okay, they're like about to go. And then, I was like, oh, so. wow, okay. Um, And then Fair Trade. Fair Trade, I love with Travis Scott. That one's dope, bro. That and, song grew on me. It did. Uh, and my top five is Poppy's Home. Bro. I love that song. That beat on there is bro, crazy, Bro, anytime too. Drake talks to you in a, in a very <laughs> calm tone before the song starts, 
Yeah, it's dangerous. <laughs> it's gonna get dangerous. <laughs> Daddy's home. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> and they I got Nicki Minaj in the song, kind of. Yeah, you know, yeah. I feel it, but yeah, yeah, that song was great. I I really love that song a lot, yo. So those are those are probably my those are the ones that I go to the most. But there's a lot of ones that I just kind of don't even go to. Uh, Champagne poetry kind of missed for me. Um, I thought. Um, I mean, I like the. Uh, to kind of get off, get things off your chest right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. But it's the beat though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of waiting for a, a switch up, maybe, but it didn't that, happen. That's that's where that's where it missed me because it reminded me of "Over My Dead Body," and I don't like "Over My Dead Body." Huh? Yeah, bro. I can't stand "Over My Dead Body." What? That shit is flat for me, bro. Can't do it. Have you ever have you felt like that since it dropped? No, no. Oh, okay, okay. No, 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 no. Okay. I I used to love that song. Okay, I, I used to love okay, that song. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We heard it together. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say like. Yeah, no, but it it's just it's just it's, it falls flat for me now. Uh, and then also keep the family close off of views. I I felt like ugh, bad start, just bad start. This is uh, for whatever reason I kind of feel like he's not the best opener to an album. Um. I think he's got more bad opens than he does good opens. Mm. Um, I might be wrong. I might have to like actually look at all the opening songs. The ones that stand out for me is Legend off of If You're Reading This Is Too Late. Okay, that's what I thought, yeah. Yeah, that song is amazing. And Tuscan Leather, crazy beginning. Uh, that's like my second favorite album from him. Yeah, bro. Freaking uh, um, Nothing Was The Same. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, what did he start? Oh yeah, that was over my dead body. See, like, take care. A great of an album it is. I felt like he started it off wrong. If that started off with a with a crew love, crazy. You kidding me? Starting off the album like that, bro. Nah, take bro. care has probably has one of my favorite outros. Ooh, maybe ride. yeah, probably one of my favorite outros on the album, uh, maybe ever. Now on the flip, Drake with outros kills it, man. It's very good. Oh my bro. goodness, very very good. He's got some good good outros, bro. So let me let me just get your opinion on songs that I see talked about a lot from this album that mm-hmm. people love. I just want to see where your heads at with those. Yeah. So, Yebba's heartbreak is that how you say it? Yeah, say Yebba. Name? Yeah. How how how'd you feel about the song? Uh, I yeah. liked it. Yeah. Um. I no wait. That's not the one with Tim's, is it? Uh, no. If that's not the song, no, 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 no. I think, I think the the song with Tim's is right after that. Shoot. Um. One second. Forgive me. Forgive me. I think if that's the one, I think it is. Then I love that song. <laughs> yeah, it is the one I love, bro. I actually rock with that one a lot. Actually, rock. Uh, it's not top five, but I love that song. Yebba's is dope. Yeah, that song is dope. Um, another one is Pipe Down. Pipe Down, Pipe Down, Pipe Down. J. Cole actually did a... Oh, the freestyle to it, right? Yeah. It's cool. It's Drake's Drake's Pipe Down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. It's it's cool for me. Uh, I kind of like the Cole freestyle on it a little bit better. Yeah, I love yeah, that yeah, freestyle yeah. from Cole. Cause like I um again, that's kind of like that's like Cole's, Cole's, yeah, that's like Cole's. That's lane, what I was though. about to say, bro. When um like mixtape Cole, bro, that's what I kind of got those vibes from. I I missed that. A lot of a lot of dudes don't do that no more. You know what I mean? So that kind of like took me back. I was like, this kind of better than the OG song. You know what I mean? But go on, go yeah. on. Um, knife talk. 
I love Night Talk. You like Night Talk? Huge Twenty One Savage fan, bro. J- me and James, bro. We love Twenty One, dog. <laughs> I love me some and, 21. and I just want to put this out there now. Like um, the next music episode, uh-huh. we're gonna talk about our favorite evolutions of artists. Ooh, okay, that'd be fun. And and more to that, of course. Yeah. But just to put that out, just a little sneak peek. Twenty One Savage is on that for oh, me. Okay, nice. Because nice. I hated him when he came out. <laughs> hated him. I thought he was trash, bro. That he was one of the ones from the class that I gave the chance to, and I was like, "No, nah, this dude is dope." I loved, uh, I loved his his stuff his, through all his albums, mixtapes, and stuff like that throughout the years. I, I rock with Twenty One. Yeah, lot, bro. I, I know. I hated yeah. riding in the car with you when he would drop an album, and I would you would pick me up, and like, you oh. listen to that. I'm like. <laughs> Man, how far are we going, bro? <laughs> hey, just drop me off, man. I'm going to take the bus, I'm, bro. I'm going to stay home. I'm going to take the front runner, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, And another one, the last one, in, in the Bible. In the Bible. In the Bible. I hear the in the Bible talked about a lot. In the Bible is the one with Lil Durk. Okay. It's a great um, I do like that song a lot. Great Dirk verse, by the way. Uh, I yeah, like I thought that he was. I thought he was cool on it. Um, I thought. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. The one that I, you didn't say this one, but the one that I kind of don't like is "Girls Want Girls." Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't like that song either. Like the the hook and the chorus. Yeah, I absolutely didn't like it at all. Yeah, Hated. it just didn't hit, bro. Yeah, yeah. It, it's one of again. It's. It's kind of crazy to me because like that's a song that it's like you know it's one of the more popular songs on it, and it helps that Lil Baby was on it and Lil Baby was cool on it, but I there was nothing about it that really got to me, and again it just felt like a flat kind of song to me. Um, I, I to round out my top five though because I think I only said four, but TSU. Oh, TSU is one of my favorite songs. That song. Uh, it was released or got leaked last year, and my boy again shout out to Fitz. Uh, Fitz had showed it to me, and I was like, "Bro, this song is so dope! I love this song." So he he put it on the album. Well, he actually put there was a lot of these songs that were leaked last year too, but um, he put it on the album. And I was like, "Okay, good," because I don't have to go to YouTube no more and <laughs> have to listen to it all messed up. With a DJ Bro, tag I got a, on I it. got a playlist on YouTube of yeah, songs that I, are not on streaming. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, yeah, I have to run there, through those a little bit. There are songs that I go to YouTube so much that you type in the one letter. And it just pops up. If I type in H on YouTube right now, Higher by Do or Die with Bro. Kanye comes up. That's how much I play it. Yeah, we might have to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. What a song, man. I love it. People don't know. No. Like, that's probably one of the greatest, like, Kanye features. Oh, yeah. Some samples that he did on that, too. Like, uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Uh, yeah. So we, that's another conversation for another day. That's yeah. going to be played in my wedding, bro. I love that song. So, bro. yeah. So, so to round off just this album, uh, sure. Certified Lover Boy. Where does it rank for you in Drake albums? Ooh, not very high. No, <laughs> that's. I think people were in the moment uh, of saying this is the greatest Drake album ever. Of course, yes. maybe. Yes, absolutely. Because there was so much taken, but yeah, I don't. I don't think it does it for me either. Like maybe five, five, six, maybe four, five, six. It seems. It seems. It does seem to be very middle of the pack. Um. 
I I agree. I think I think that you know what I think does a big di- uh, a big difference for these albums too is the fact that they don't come with a tour. Um, usually, when obviously pre pandemic, right? You have you drop an album, you have singles, et cetera, et cetera. But with a tour, there's more time to see what songs hit, what the crowds feeling, what songs need a drop, what songs you hear loud. Um, in this world right now, you know, some of those major, major, major artists artists are not, you know, they're not really wanting to do that tour. They they don't feel like they could, you know, really do it right now. Yeah. I think that makes a big difference because that's where I say the substance of Donda increased my love where the lack of substance decreased my love for CLB was because maybe and maybe it's my lifestyle also maybe if I was in Vegas listening to a CLB to some of these songs going out every weekend listening to the DJs Uh, going to a Drake concert and then feeling it more but because we don't have that it hits a little different where Donda is a sit on album Donda now granted Donda when you hear that live is going to be crazy a state stadium is definitely made for stadiums but you still have substance to to rely on and I feel like that's the big difference yeah just your surroundings of listening to Donda bro yeah make a break bro yeah can't listen that's not an airpod album that's for sure it's not an airpod album at at in any in any bit so so yeah, I mean this kind of leads into the other album. The the another big drop album this year was Kanye West's uh, Donda. Yes. Um, people want to call it a a gospel album, but I think it's more of a hip hop sprinkled in gospel messages. True. Uh, it's not like a Jesus is King type gospel album. I don't think. No, it's a, uh, <clears throat> Jesus is King is definitely a little bit more on the nose with the gospel. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I think we got a little bit of. Like that hip hop yay sound and uh, mm-hmm. him just rapping so when he did rap or had verse, right? Uh, with sprinkled in messages of of his beliefs and God and stuff. So, sure. uh, just how you feel about Yay's release? And <laughs> so, let, let me just ask you this: Did the listening parties on Apple Music and stuff like that? Did that take away anything from you from the album? Not one bit. It only made it better. Um. Because of a, uh, if you if you know how he operates, then you understand that his albums are constantly growing from the day that he records till the next. It's release, been two. Maybe. It's been two months after the album's release, and it's changed like four times. See what I'm saying? And now he's got a deluxe with more changes to more songs and et cetera, et cetera. It's never. Um, he he's a perfectionist to the you know the craziest degree. So. There's always things to be changed and tweaked and added, uh, subtracted, et cetera, et cetera. So um, the listening parties was watching an album like grow. Mm. The the first one that you see, it's nothing like the second. The second one that you see is nothing like the third. The third is nothing like the first. And for me, because I, you know, I'm a super fan. For me, I was like, this is great. Like, I, I, I like that he was adding verses, taking them away. There were songs that were added, songs taken away, and all this kind of stuff. I thought it was dope. 
I think because we have seen and been a fan of him for so long since mm-hmm. his career even started, mm-hmm. and we kind of understand Ye to a degree. Sure. Not fully, but to a degree, we kind of get his insanity for his music and the love he has for his art. Right. We kind of accept these things and kind of, you know, like we are like his, I don't know. Just his way of going about yeah. it. Like we we love it and I think we think it's exciting and I think to the average person it may be like okay this is ridiculous like sure. this listening parties are ridiculous he's just standing in an arena right you know people may see it like that but yeah what an impactful just sight I mean yes to have all these people around him mm-hmm. tuning into this event for an album unfolding is just like it's crazy bro it is. like someone can captivate a whole almost the whole world. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and just um, standing there. Yeah, yeah, just myself. Songs play. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> bro, it's only, only yay, bro. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, but I understand, you know, from an outside perspective, because he's so non-traditional. Um, because he has, he, he just he wants to do things so differently every single time he steps out of the house. If you're a person who likes music and is it not even a casual fan, but like a real music fan, that it's almost hard to accept still because most artists will have a routine of how they like to produce their music, how they like to make their music, the mindset that they want to be in when they write and make their music. He is so different every single time he makes a song, every single time there's an album, every time there's a concert listening party whatever it is it's just so out of this world because his mind is literally out of this world that a a a, a traditional music fan may not be able to get it yeah you know you just like what is this yeah. you know what i mean you're like what why do i want to <laughs> see this like why do i but it's just you got to take it or leave it you know uh it's starting to get to the point where it's either you love or you hate kanye yeah and that's just that may be how he wants it it's you been know? like that for uh for a minute bro. yeah there's a good amount of time where people have just fallen off there's been a thing almost every year every two years where people just nope i'm out nope i'm out nope i'm out and yeah he's just um that's how he kind of has made it so i get it yeah so let's just break down just not the whole album, but the tr- mm-hmm. the track list and just everything. Oh yeah, our our bright spots. But um, yeah, I mean you got the Donna chant, oh, which yeah. <laughs> it may seem like oh, what is this, but sure. the meaning behind it. Right, right. Oh my goodness, it w- so much depth and very very uh, morbid. I would say. Yeah, yeah. But um, if you want to. Is, explain that yeah it's it's kind of sad it's yeah. honestly a sad like uh homage to his mother uh it represents the two and a half minutes of her final heartbeats so each donda is a heartbeat and then the way that the the cadence changes and the way that it speeds up and then slows down and stuff like that that represents her literal final heartbeats for the last two and two and a half minutes that she was alive so obviously yeah. at first listen you think like okay what did yeah. what the hell is this you know yeah. what i mean uh and because kanye is very eclectic he's known for putting things that seem to make no sense and just jumble it up together and you're like what is this um so that was one of those things but 
you know, now that, you know, more information has come out, it's very powerful. Man. It's it's a very um it's a very kind of like a vulnerable way to start an album. And I mean, it's it's all vulnerable throughout the way and it's obviously named after her mother, his mother. But can you imagine, you know, like wanting to do something like that where I don't know, bro. Like the just last the, heartbeats, two yeah. and a half minutes. Just the just the courage of, I mean, hearing that, yeah, and putting it together and working on it, and then putting it out for everyone to hear. That's hard, bro. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's that's rough. I don't think I could. Nah, <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. If we were artists, yeah, that'd be too hard. But um, um, <laughs> sound like the biased Kanye fan. I thought it was dope. I thought it was I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was a dope way to start it. I thought that was really cool. Like yeah, I mean I, I was scratching my head. I'm pretty sure everyone was, but when that came out a few days after the album of the significance of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was something else, man. Just special. Sure. So, yeah. And then after that, boom boom Bro, you, we get jail and then we get yay and jay <laughs> yeah. on the same track. And baby, the throne is back. Yes, woo! For the first time uh, in a long time, because Jay wasn't on Pablo, uh, and Ye obviously wasn't on Four Four Four. So it might have been a good wow six seven years since they were on us all together. So that was a big deal, bro. And again, we didn't know if they were even on speaking terms. Were they cool? Like, what's going on? Like, so I'm. I don't know who's still listening, but. Um, Ye didn't have any of the the featured artists listed on anything, so we don't know who was on what. Right. So when we heard Jay come on the track, Ooh. I'm sure everyone was pretty blown away. Absolutely, because like I'm I'm a huge Jay Z fan, so I was like, yo, I got to get my boys back together, dog. Heard him coming on jail. I remember I remember getting so excited during the first listening party and then hearing that, that was like one of my big takeaways. I was like, yo, I don't care about nothing. Jay is back. I don't give a <laughs> damn. So that was a huge deal for me. I thought it was dope. Um Yay uh kind of like singing the song. I I just think the song is dope, honestly. Like the 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 whole hook, super dope. I like that there's no drums on it until the end. I know I watched a lot of reactions to that song, yeah, and a lot of reactors were waiting for a beat drop, right? But I, I, I do, I do agree. Like I like how it just kept on, yeah, dun dun, yeah, just with the dun, with dun, the with the guitars know. and everything. Yeah. But then, you know, so, you know, I I feel like it's almost a, like a reminder that he likes to give us of like, yeah, but I could still, I could I could make this this, but you're gonna have to like earn it. So like right at the end, right? You know what it yeah, reminded yeah. me of? Remember Lift Off? Oh. Remember how Lift Off was like an okay song? Like it's like, oh, okay, Beyonce on the hood, okay. Lift off, okay, whatever. But then at it the picked, end of the song, it picked up, bro. Where that beat switches up and it turns into something crazy, that's what it reminded me of. Where it was like, I could actually make this this, but no, nah, no. Nah, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just chill. I'm gonna let it breathe. I'm gonna let it breathe. You know what I mean? That's what it reminded me of. Oh, man, because that beat is crazy. The beat at the end, once the once he brings up the drums and stuff like that, and he picks it up, it's dope. It's fire. So we're being teased with Jail at the end. Mm. So I'm gonna skip a track. I'm gonna go to a song that everyone loved, but you kind of had a different opinion about it. Was Off the Grid? Yeah. 
You didn't like it. Um, or so, did it grow on you? <laughs> that's the one that, that's probably the biggest one that came back around on me. Oh, okay. Because I, it was one of my least favorite songs on it. Um, I, I felt like it was too long. Uh, yeah. I Almost felt like it six was six minutes. It, it, it really goes on. It really kind of drags. Um, I felt that I didn't like, um, uh, Fabio. I didn't like how many verses he had. I think he had two. Where I mean, like he kind of he like he stopped. Yeah, it, yeah but yeah, I yeah. thought he, it was going to be done. But yeah, he kept and on then going. he kept it going. Um, uh, for the first a first handful of times, I was like, uh, uh, off the grid became a skip. I liked it, it was cool the first listen, but it became a skip. But then it kind of came back up on me. Now off the grid is. Now off the grid is my top five. Like, I don't think Fabio <laughs> has ever had my head bang like that. Like, yeah, bro. I, and I was like Fabio. Yeah, what? He's, he's really, really going bro. off right now, dude. Um, now I really love it. Now I, I love off the grid. And now I just randomly be like, I'm off the grid, 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 grid. grid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I love the yay verse in that too. Same for how Same. short it was. Like, I mean, I don't think it's that short, but yeah, I love yeah. the yay verse. Good, that's good. But I kind of. Like what James said, like mm. I think his only con to the the album was there wasn't enough yay in it. Do you think there? Do you think the album lacked yay verses? Uh, or we got just the right amount? Yeah, no, it it definitely because he's he's become he's become the the he's become more of a music curator. He's more of an uh, an artist that likes to gather, not an artist that likes to shine. Mm. So, I yeah, definitely you you can say I don't dislike that he wasn't on it as much, but uh, it it definitely is true. And you could say the same for Pablo, and for um, I mean like even Jesus is King, uh, there wasn't a lot. There there was a lot of features on there too. You know, he kind of had short songs, et cetera, et cetera. It's um, I think that he like I think he likes that more. I think that he likes to gather artists in, and he likes to make them the best that they possibly can be, and then have them shine, and just do a beat that's crazy for him. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. he has his parts, he has his input every now and again, but I don't think that he's trying to keep up. Where. Well, I mean, literally, he's not because you remember, if you know the history, you know, he was trying to, you know, make himself, you know, taken seriously as a rapper. He doesn't need to do that. He's not trying to prove that point anymore. So I feel like that's what happened is when he stopped yearning for that, it became, all right, well, let's just get some artists together. Like, you go off. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to do this crazy verse on Off the Grid. Travis, go ahead. Fabio, go ahead. You know what I mean? Um, and then throughout the album, go ahead. You know what I mean? Just go ahead. So, yeah. That's kind of so, what I So, thought. off the grid, I mean, we got Jail, then we had God Breathe, and then we had <laughs> Off the Grid. Right. But Off the Grid started this string of songs that yeah. this dude was not missing. I agree. From track four to, like, track 16, yeah. or even 17, I was like... This Crazy. is this is magic. Oh yeah, bro. And within that string of songs, I heard probably one of my favorite songs of the year. We got Moon. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's beautiful, bro. <laughs> bro, from uh Certified Lover Boy and Donda 
being released close to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably one of my favorite songs from the two albums. True. But like I said, even the year, just Moon, yo, Cuddy did something to me, bro. Yeah, bro. Hearing that song. It's powerful. <sighs> it's powerful. Don, uh, yes. Tolliver. Yes. Killed his stuff, right? You know, um, um, just... Just from the beginning, you know what I mean. Just and then again, like I thought it was a good choice of having no music to it. Also, uh, just kind of having it, you know what I mean, letting it breathe. Sometimes I thought that was dope. And then kind of coming in with it, you know. Um, but I love how all of them at the end of the track were just harmonizing or just having their voices on top the part, of each bro. other. Someone posted a picture of Jordan Pippen and Dennis Rodman. <laughs> And I was that like, was them three. Moon. <laughs> I was like, oh, yes. dog. No, it, it was. It, oh, it really is that, bro. Goodness. It's, it's, uh, yeah. It's definitely one of don't my look, top. I mean, even we're talking about it, but look at that. Oh, yeah. Bro, I mean, that's the, hard. That's anyways. hard, bro. It's, it's, oh, it's definitely one of the, be- the best songs for me, like, for the year, bro. It's uh, Kanye and Cuddy. It's a collab for the ages, bro. Like, one of the best, dog. Jordan and Pippen, Shaq and Kobe. I like, mean, I'm just gonna say it right now. I know you may laugh at me, but I got emotional listening to that song. Like, oh yeah, I got very very Summertime. emotional. I for me, the it, it was an emotional album, and yeah, you know maybe that's kind of a part of you know my leaning towards this one over you know the Cob, but um, it, it's very emotional. And being an emotional person and knowing the the background, the backstory to it. You know it's hard for you not to, bro. Moon is Moon is powerful. Yeah. There's a, there's a there's a lot of songs that have a lot of um deep level kind of meaning to it that it just it puts you in a different kind of mood and it's not it's not all sad too, which I like. Cuz the tribute album um it doesn't it's not always completely morbid. There's light to it. I feel like Moon is actually one of those ones where it kind of lifts you up a little bit as it goes along. You know what I mean? Um, that's that's what I that's what I like about the album. Yeah. Um, I I know I kind of gave my bright spots, but what mm-hmm. are you like? I mean, this album is so much, but yeah. <laughs> um, I kind of have questions for you mm-hmm. of like, what are your favorite moments, songs of the album? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. So um, a big one for me is "Believe What I Say." Mm. Believe what I say. Uh, it's actually one of me and Aaron's favorites. Um, Aaron, and I don't think I've told you this, but Aaron is a huge Lauren Hill fan. Huge, bro. I mean, when that sample came on in the beginning, I was oh, like, yeah. okay, but I, I didn't know where it was gonna go. Uh huh. And then when he kind of picked it up with the yeah with the drums, like, oh man, I, yeah, or, or the B pads, it, uh, it was going, boy, crazy. Uh, I love that song. Um, again, messaging just. Just the song, the catchiness to it, the hook, everything. Just I love it all, and um, that became like me and my girl's favorite. You know what I mean? Nice. And it's and uh, it's uh, it is upbeat. You know what I mean? So it's not like a slower song or anything like that. But like, I, I love it's got Ye. a good dance beat to like, it. I love Ye's like very light kind of singing, just yeah. kind of spreading it out throughout the it. the beat. Yeah. Love oh, it, man. Love it. I love that song a lot. Um, that one is in my top five for sure. Um, 24 Powerful Yes Because I'm a big fan Of the choirs So whenever he brings them in Or when artists You know Bring out the chorus You know Do like a little something I love a chorus bro Uh, Not a chorus uh, Choir Um, So 24 With the choir 
24 hours, 24 candles. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is hard, bro. I I love 24. That's another favorite of ours. Uh, I it just it's got a lot of repeats, bro. bro. Yeah. And then right after that is Moon. And it's just like, this is crazy how you just keep giving me song after song after song. But just when you think the album's going to fall off. Right. Like, right. I, I was waiting for that dip to yeah. like, okay, next. But, <laughs> oh my no. goodness. <laughs> I got some more for you. Man. Yeah. So, that's that's definitely up there. Um, Pure Souls, bro. So, Pure Souls is a big one for me. Um, the Roddy Rich uh, feature. Bro, crazy. Never thought that I would hear that kind of collab between them, but I loved it. I loved his verse. I loved the hook to it. So this is a song that I heard for the first time, and I was like, huh. Like, it was cool. Yeah. But, like, listening to it, because I listened to it three times, a full album. Oh, sure, sure. So the third time, I was like, I don't know. Maybe it was just another a new day where yeah. I heard it, and it was fresh ears. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that song was great. I liked it a lot. Uh, those ones are kind of like towards the ones that I go to first. Um, a lot of times, I just I just feel like going through the album several times and letting it just kind of sit with me. So there's a lot. There's there's so many, but those ones are the ones that I could think of right now that I really go to first. So oh, uh, yo, go ahead. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask another question. Mm-hmm. So yay put part twos to some songs on the album. Yes. Uh, do you have a favorite? Uh, yes. The one that I... My favorite is Jesus uh, Jesus Lord Part 2 um, because New York City, stand up. <laughs> <laughs> we got the locks on there. Um, but Jay, Jay Elect, his verse, I like a oh, lot. Oh, my goodness. I, I like Jay Elect every now and again. That's another dude that I don't want to listen to all the time, brother. I don't know about Yeah, Jay Elect had, had the light. You know, he had yeah. it, but he dropped it. <laughs> he dropped it quick. Exhibit um, Z or something, whatever, bro. Yeah, bro. Go back to the, I don't know. Um, so, I, but I, I liked it, though. I liked I liked his verse. Um, and that's the first, the first one. The part one just has him, which was cool, but... I'm I'm a big fan of the locks. So the locks getting on all in there. You know what I mean? Each of them having bro, dope verses. Styles, bro. And I mean all of them, but styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I uh I became a fan of super long songs because of Kanye. <laughs> so I I prefer that version because nice. I've gotten accustomed to the super long 11 minute 12 minute song because he's done that in the past so i'm like all right i want to hear all these verses bro i want to hear i don't care how long it is i want to hear it at all the 15 minutes long i don't give a damn uh and then junior uh i love junior junior is the one i play the most while jesus lord is my favorite so junior is actually in my top five favorite bro, from the album junior's dope bro and, and that's my guy ty Ties on the part two, bro. I'm telling you, man. People have been sleeping on him for a long time. That's my guy right there. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Album. Okay. Uh, damn. So this this uh music episode, music yeah. movie episode is pretty long. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like we're going on like two, just a two-hour episode. Oh, dang. Okay. I know. <laughs> There's a lot of spit, bro. I know. So I think we might just break up the movie into another episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of shorter people, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> but we're just going to wrap off with just some of your favorite, um, let's go like albums of the year okay. or yeah. singles or some artists that you discovered throughout the year. I mean, I, I mean, I, I discovered one, but yeah. Okay. So, um, an artist that I discovered, I think a big one for me was the Nigerian singer Thames. Um, she's featured on that Essence song by Wizkid. Have oh, you heard it? yeah, yes. and she's also on the Drake album too. So it was the Wizkid song that I heard, and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of dope." Then I was talking about it with, again, my boy Fitz. And Fitz was like, hey, listen to this album, bro. Listen to this song called Free Mind. And then listen to the to the EP. Beautiful, dog. Love the song. The song is is gorgeous. I actually showed it to Triton. And Triton was even like, this is pretty hard. Uh, and that's rare. You know what I mean? A cosign from Triton. That's, that's some good stuff. <laughs> so... Um, I got uh, that's that one was a big pickup for me for this year. Uh, someone that I didn't know that I picked up and it's been good, bro. I, I really, really, really like her. She's got a, a, a dope voice. It's a deeper voice, unique. Um, but I've gotten into over the last two years, I gotten into a lot of Afro beats. Um, mm. So a lot of Nigerian Ghana music and stuff like that. Um, and phew, the, they got some dope artists out there, bro. I'm really yeah. feeling it. Um one person I discovered mm. that I actually like, I absolutely love, uh, Toby Nwigwe. Toby Nwigwe. Uh, him and his wife Fat, um, kind of. I mean, Fat raps too, but uh-huh. he's actually, you know, the main uh, artist I would say. But it's him, his wife, and his producer uh, Nell. Okay. But those three kind of like. I don't know. It's almost like a group, but Toby's like the main face of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh, man. I think, I mean, I shared this song. Of like That's of, what I was about to say. I think I actually know what you're talking about because you had shared some of their music videos. Yeah, man. Yeah. It, it was hard, bro. Bro. They had some dope stuff, the ones that I was listening to on your story. I mean, his all of his music is clean. He doesn't cuss. I mean, okay. which is a plus to play in the car. Yeah, that's because that's, that's hard to do. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I make a clean playlist just for if I have five people in the car <laughs> with me. But <laughs> There would be niggas that make a song completely clean and then right at the end, fuck. Like, okay, all right. <laughs> You just had to get that in. Come you, on. You try to talk over the song so they don't hear it. <laughs> so, oh, so yeah, man, where'd you get those <laughs> shoes, brother? Let me see where you got them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Toby Nwigwe is, man, I, he reminds me of a little bit of Andre, just the way he, he spits. Really? Yeah. The way he structures his rhymes is very Andre 3000 esque. Okay. But of course, the wordplay is not there. Yeah. But the message, the message and the way he spits is. Is amazing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to listen to him because I, I I think that'd be dope. I, yeah. bro, if you especially the visuals that they put out, him and his wife, they dope. they do everything. I mean, he's his like own that. boss. Okay, I like that. So it's a great dynamic that they have between the producer Nell and his wife Fat. Like, That's fire. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Family man. Okay, I like that. And it got some clean rap. I ain't heard clean rap since Chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> and we need uh, we, uh apparently we need uh, some new uh clean rap because Clemier is just not uh oh well I forgot about my boy James the Mormon 
<laughs> I thought I would never hear that name on this podcast ever. My bad. <laughs> we got to tell that story on here one day. Yes, we do. Twitter uh, beef, baby. I'm 2-1-0 versus J- JTM. What up? Yeah, where that nigga now? <laughs> where that money at now? He in Provo, dog, somewhere. Yeah, I bet he is. Anyways. Working behind the counter hey. out of LMA. Hey, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, oh, I, I was about to say shout out, but nah, nah, never mind. Nah, we good. Okay. We just keeping it in the buck. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, let's go. Yeah. Albums. Your favorite albums. It could be, I don't know, one or more. Don't matter. Just out of whatever. Yeah, just just. A- so I will say, well, I mean- Donda's my favorite album of the year, but um, Snow Allegra, bro. Snow Allegra was 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 one of my go to albums for this year, bro. So very Snow good. was a very uh very soulful R and B her music back then, but this year, oh my goodness, she put some tempo on that shit. Yeah, bro. Ooh. I would. I actually, when I was thinking about this, I would. I never looked at to see what producer she had on this. It sounded like maybe she had linked up with Pharrell. Mm. I kind of feel like there was some Pharrell beats on there. I, I'm not sure, but I want to look at uh, some of the producers that she had for some of her stuff, and I want to see um, who she collabed with differently from years past. Because, like you said, there was a tempo change. There was even a. I felt like there was even a like a change with the writing style. Some of the sh- the song structure was different. Um, it was it wasn't the same, bro. No, it wasn't. And I liked it though, and I liked the song, bro. The songs with Tyler on there. <laughs> Tyler's had one hell of a year, and like I know I didn't pick that for album of the year, but I like that Tyler Tyler album, bro. Like I'm a fan now. He's he's dope to me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I liked it though. Listening to the. My favorite album of the year, Tyler the Creator's album, uh, mm-hmm. "Call Me If You Get Lost." Yeah. After running through that, I actually went back because I never checked out uh, the one he put out in 2017, 2018. Flower Boy. Yeah, I didn't run through the whole thing, That's so I actually one. went back to that one to run through the whole thing. I love that album. I I would actually because um, that that was behind. I decided. For 2017, that was my favorite album. That was my second favorite album of the year. Shout out Sean. Bro. And you know, oh, bro. Oh, because that came out last year, so it's not 2021. I mean, him, but and, him and Hit Boy came out with the EP. And I and I downloaded it. I need to get through it. I need to get through <sighs> it. Because you know, fire, bro, dog. that's my guy right there. And Hit Boy, shout out to him because he's been uh, very consistent. That man's put it in work for yeah. a few years now. I, I love Hit Boy. And, uh, and shout out to him because he's been dope for a long time. And I think that it kind of got quiet because people are like, oh, well, he's not really with good music no more or whatever, whatever. But he's been consistent, bro. He's been real consistent and he produces a lot of good shit. But um, I would like to do a um, maybe a deep dive on that Flower Boy, bro. That, that's been an a, a album that I've loved for, for since it's come out. And it's really, really, really good. So I, mean, I would like to hear what you, you know, what you, as you go through it, like what you kind of think. I mean, definitely. I think I just came out the top of his head, the top of the head with this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should pick years. Oh, yeah. And just a year in music. So maybe that I should put uh, 2017 that year into I'm the in. next Hell uh, yeah. music episode we do. So, yeah, along I mean, with the evolution of our favorite artists. Yes, that would be very, very That's dope. the episode, people. So, yeah. <laughs> so stay tuned. <laughs> so that's the, that's episode yeah. number two for the music. Uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, 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 yeah. That's all. Uh, Isaiah Rashad, 
album I have been on repeat for me. Uh, really? The house is burning. Okay. Um, actually, Dave East had a great album for me. Interesting. Wasn't expecting that. I Hoffa. haven't heard. I haven't heard that name in a very long time. I know. <laughs> but I feel like this is a, this, like you, like me with Mark. I feel yeah. like we had these artists where like, nigga, why do you like him for? Yeah, like, <laughs> like why? Do you, why do you rock with him? <laughs> I ain't heard that nigga since 2018, 2017. And then, like, I know I'm going to get another, another like, really? I never heard that. But uh, West Side Gun from uh, Griselda. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. album was He's, great. Um, I haven't heard it, but the the word about Griselda in general, West Side Gun, like, Them it's been boys, dope, bro. They, uh, they've, I've heard a lot of good things. You know, I just, I don't know why, but I just haven't. I don't know. I just haven't checked it out. Um, I was gonna say it's gritty, bro. You know, we got we got gun talk, we got drug talk, we some got gully shit. Yeah. So I mean, just be prepared for that. So <laughs> if you ever, um, uh, as far as a single, a single song goes, um, "Sexy" by Lil Duval, featuring Boozy Badass. <laughs> Bro, I love that song, bro. I know it's so funny, dog. Cause Lil Duval, he just like. He just makes, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, he makes, like, cookout music. You know what I mean? For old heads. And I love it. <laughs> I love it so much, bro. I'm telling you, if you heard it, if you heard it, good. If you haven't heard it, listen to it, man. Watch the video. It's just, it's good vibe. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's good energy. You know, it, it makes you want to smile. You know what I mean? I definitely like, have to listen to that because I, I think, yeah, that song's slipping away from my yeah, mind Yeah, right bro. And and he samples an old school joint. And this is why I say, like, he just makes songs for, like, old heads. He samples the joint uh, from, from a group in the 80s called Surface. And the song's called Happy. Can make me happy. Remember that song? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Man, you don't know it. <laughs> but anyways, but he samples the old school song. You know what I mean? If the old heads know, the old heads know. But he samples it, and it's called Sexy. And he's got Boosie Badass re- doing a verse completely clean, too. He doesn't cuss one time in that whole verse, too, which is crazy because it's Boosie. But um, it's just a good... It's just a good time. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I gotta, it's nothing. Yeah, I got to run through that. Bro, you should watch the video. Okay, I'll, should, I'll, I'll do I'll both. show you the video right now. Because, like, it's, I like it. I love that song. This year, I played it hella times. And then there's a song by Doja. The one with Gucci Mane. Oh, uh, yes, I, I did. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Because yeah. it, got, it got my attention because Gucci was with Doja. And I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, how? Uh, <laughs> but I must, Dosha's coming around, bro. I mean, I know people kind of joke about you know the whole cow song and moo yeah. shit, but which is a great song though. I know. I don't think anyone I rocks with it except song. us, but <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, Dosha's coming off some heat, bro. Yeah, bro. It's so funny, man, because I I genuinely love Doja Cat, and this is before like the TikToks took over and all this kind of stuff, but. She's got some dope songs, man. And she can spit, like, low-key. Like, she can really, like, she can... Buh, 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 buh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Doja. <laughs> oh, Doja. Damn. So, I think she's dope. So, But that song but with Gucci, you know who loves that song, too? My boy Tanner. Shout out to him, because it's his birthday today. Uh, he loves that song. Tori's got a video of us getting into that song in Vegas. <laughs> that song's like, da, 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 da. I love that song, dude. 
So yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. <laughs> I wasn't expecting any of those. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm changing, man. You know what I mean? I'm engaged and shit. <laughs> okay, so this is for our R&B fans, yeah. single wise. Uh, there's a song called "Countless Times" by Mars. Okay. M A R Z Z. Uh, I suggest you guys go listen to that song if you guys like R&B. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like pretty. It's, it's it's pretty great. Okay. And um, this wasn't a single, but I think it was like a song to promote the album. But seeing green with Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne, and Drake. Oh. Probably one of my favorite songs of the year. It, it's I up heard there. This one. Yeah. Is that because um, it's got a, like a dipset beat? Really? But those three. Oh my! The three-headed YMCMB came back and. Bro, just, that's. Uh, that's crazy because oh usually I do not like those three together. So, <laughs> but so but on Drake's a, Drake's verse, yeah, is amazing. Wayne started off the song, and then Nicki was in the middle. Ooh, okay. But Nicki was on her. Nicki was on like some like big bit like I'm a big dog. I'm the greatest female rapper of this time. True. Type talk. So lyrically, it wasn't great, but. But it was she proved that she could take time off, yeah, and still be on top and, and still do. No what one's she needs no to do. one's gonna touch her, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that kind of made me ex- like respect her a little bit more. That'd be interesting. That that'd be interesting for me to have that feeling because I have very little respect for her. I know. So I I think, <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I'll listen to it because I I mean, I love a dipset beat. So bro, it's ridiculous. Heat makers. Oof. But yeah, uh, Drake's Drake stand out in that. Of and that course, he, like he finishes the whole the song. Okay, I like that. Nigga, that verse is crazy. So all right, okay. I'm Seeing Green it. by uh, Nicki Minaj, Wayne, and uh, Drake. I'm gonna listen to all these, and I want to definitely want to hear that R and B song too. Um, Countless times by Mars. By Mars with Z's, but not S's. Yes. Um, I do want to just put one more song. Lucky day. Oh gosh, he's got a song called "Over" where he samples a music soul child joint, and oh. it is amazing. Lucky Day is dope, bro, and he's coming up. I'm telling you, bro. Okay, maybe I'll give it. Uh, now that he sampled the uh, music soul child, yes, maybe. Whatever, man. The dude is dope. Okay, all right. <laughs> I, I mean, nah, you I start. Know. I'm telling you, watch watch him pop up in two years. You're gonna be like, hey, he's kind of dope. <laughs> it always happens. <laughs> this always happens with me and Mark. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's my last one. Uh, R and B albums. I'm just gonna give off three. Mm-hmm. So Snow Allegra was one. Yeah. Uh, Ready is always Ready is always too late by Sinead Harnett. Mm-hmm. And then F W M by Tone Stith. Okay. Boy, it's good. Yeah. If you guys don't know who Tone Stith is, um, I feel bad for you. And <laughs> I think I put him with her. And like Daniel Caesar is like face of R and B, yeah, in today's generation. Okay, I tone, like that. tone is tone is dangerous. He's so. uh he's really dope, and I'm uh I'm very grateful that you guys kind of like put me on because like that dude is nice, man. He's man. got some good songs that I got in repeat. He doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. yeah, I mean that wraps up. I mean, finally, I mean it's like <laughs> it's almost two thirty. Sorry, guys. Hey, yeah, hey, we love music, man. Yeah? It's a lot to talk about, man. Come on. So now. if you're still here, yeah. like, I'll, if you're still, <laughs> if you're still here, 
<laughs> Yo, if you're still here, listen to us. Like, I appreciate you so much, and oh I might ven- Venmo you like one dollar. So, listen, if you in Vegas, just circle around the two fifteen about five six times and finish the podcast. <laughs> if you in Utah, all right, go from Provo to Ogden twice, and then there you go. <laughs> <laughs> then you can finish the podcast, all right? Just do me a favor, right? Damn. But yeah, I mean, this is what our music um, episodes will be like. Um, won't be this long, I, I, right. again, I swear. Yeah, I was about to say. But this that. is the introduction to that. Um, move, uh, we'll probably make another episode for our movies. True. But yeah, I mean, this is the introduction to the, the this new episodes and segments. So yeah, I hope you guys liked it. Um Part two to this episode will probably be for the movies and won't be this long, I promise. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, thanks, Mark, for being here and talking about music. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, yeah, part two is movies. So uh, keep it a buck, and I appreciate you guys. Thank you. <laughs>